This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. And good evening, everyone. From Rocky River, Ohio, this is Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson. You're listening to the BP Electric pregame show here on GoTigers.com. Thanks for joining us this evening. Craig, my friend, well, let's bring you right in. And Tonight we have playoff football. It's been a very wild and crazy week, but we finally made it. Uh, we'll get more into the details as our pregame show goes on. But uh, tonight it's Rocky River. We're up here on the road, but the Tigers are the home team tonight. Yeah, it's it's it is like you said. It's an it's an odd situation. Um, yeah, we're we're here. The I can see Rocky Rivers High School, even though it, uh, the sun is set and it's getting pretty dark out. I can still see the high school from here. Um, but we're on the home side. The Tigers are on the home side. Um, so yeah, technically we're the home team, even though the pirate logo is right in the middle of the field. So uh, as I said when we did our pregame live stream, um, I've only done this with you for a year. So this is literally the most amazing. Uh, not in a particularly good way, but the, the weirdest thing I've ever experienced, and this is brand new to me, and like I said, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same with you. Yeah, it's been a, a wacky week, and uh, you, you've actually been treated very well this year. We've had some great uh, treatment, and mm -hmm. as well, it goes tonight to everyone here at Rocky River. Thank you to Mark and his wonderful staff for yes. having us, especially at last at last minute, uh, you know, Mark called me last night. It was about 8 o'clock, and I thought he would answer me in the morning. And, no, he said, whatever we can do to help. And yeah. They, they've been absolutely wonderful up here. So we thank Rocky River for their wonderful hospitality, great people up here. And we're excited to watch some football and deliver this game for you, folks. So I know you're probably upset you can't be here tonight, and we are upset as well. Without the fans, you know, it's just uh, – it's always a little lackluster, but if I know anyone, and I said this on our Facebook Live, Craig, there's anyone to fire this team up to get them ready to play. It's Jokey Bradley. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, this is this is where the cream rises to the top, so to speak. Uh, you know, this was no, no, nothing remotely close to what anybody wanted, uh, nothing remotely close to what anybody had thought of after last week's uh, win versus Lexington. Um, but some unfortunate things happened, and the OHSAA stepped in, and uh, here we are. But, uh, you know, like you said, uh, Coach Bradley, he'll, he's, he's stepped up. Uh, I like his statement, you know, put us anywhere. We're going to play Tiger football, um, you know, and, uh, you know, here we are. It's a beautiful facility. Uh, that's for sure. This is a nice field, a beautiful press box, not going to lie. Um, the wind's blowing from right to left, though, so that could play a little bit of havoc in the passing game if you're going against the wind because it is a pretty stiff breeze. The flags on top of the goalposts are pretty much sticking straight out at a 90-degree angle. So uh, Yeah, we were on the field before the game, and like you said, that wind. And, you know, what's funny is when we first got here, what, 80% daylight, now we're probably at 5%, and now yeah. we're, we're pretty much – it's complete pitch blackout, and uh, yeah. like you said, beautiful stadium, beautiful mm. facility. It looks like they play soccer here as well. Beautiful turf, looks pretty new, and if it isn't, they've taken very good care of yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, I think we're in for a good football game tonight. This is a Rocky River team, Craig, that comes in at 10-1, and and they defeated Clyde last week. And this is a team that was averaging 42 points a game in the regular season before last week's 14-7 to win over the Flyers. Yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, in including us, expected that game to be uh, maybe more like our uh, the Mansfield senior Lexington score. Uh, but Clyde's a pesky team, and, uh, you know, nobody should look past 
uh, Clyde and, and the, the fight they put up last week. You know, you can't just look at that score and be like, oh, well, you know, that game's closer than it should have been. Um, Clyde's a very pesky team, and uh, you can't, uh, you can't uh, discount what, the, what kind of fight these Pirates had to put up to, to win that game, which uh, brings them in battle-tested and ready to go tonight. Yeah, you know, it's going to be uh, <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see how senior high's defense can settle in against, you know, the quarterback that we've been told is very athletic, very fast, mm -hmm. and he is also a dual threat. He's also thrown for over 1,000 yards, ran for 1,000 yards, 2,000 yards, and over 1,000 yards. That is number 13, Ryan Ricchetti, is the quarterback for this team. So the Tigers, defensively, you have the edge presence, but I think from a – uh, defensive line standpoint, you have to respect the run tonight and you have to keep an eye on number 13, and someone's going to have to get a quarterback spy on him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he's, he's not the biggest guy in the world, uh, according to the to the roster, you know, 5'9", 182, but, I mean, not very tall, but, you know, kind of stocky. Um, but, yeah, you're going to have to definitely have to keep an eye on him because uh, somebody that's built like that, kind of like a fire plug, even though they're not that tall, they could easily run you over if you're not paying attention. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> that's where the Tiger defense, at times they've struggled against the quarterback draw, but at times, especially in the last couple of weeks, I thought last week for the most part they did a solid job on Joey Caudill. Yeah, they, they did. Uh, all, all, all year long, at the beginning of the year, it was, it was you know, it was a problem. It was, it was an issue, but, uh, you know, every year or every week they've gotten a little bit better and better and better. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, here here we are, uh, getting ready to uh, getting ready to to uh, face their toughest test at quarterback to, to date. So, well, let's go ahead and slide right into our uh, feature program this week. We have uh, interviews from Jaden Gross and Tink Thomas, and I will tell everyone when we recorded these interviews a couple of days ago, we were under the assumption that the game was going to be held at. Arlen Field, so just kind of keep that in mind as you listen. But it was a great interview talking to last week's hero, Jaden Gross, and then, of course, senior uh, Ahmad Tink Thomas. All right, Tink. Well, it's kind of hard to believe this is the first time this year we've gotten the chance to really sit down and talk. But, uh, you know, it's a tough game tonight against a really good Rocky River team. But before we get there, let's recap last week. Lexington, in your opinion, is it really hard to face a team twice, or was it any easier? It's always going to be hard because the second time you never know what they can do. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I noticed, too, the biggest thing I notice about your defense is you guys do a really good job with in-game adjustments. What were they showing you the, that you and the defense said, okay, this is what we need to fix in that first quarter? Mm, they're showing us a lot. They try to run on us, but it clearly didn't go well. They try to throw Throw the ball on us and it go well. We've got three picks off of that and three turnovers off of that. And another thing I noticed, too, the secondary had a big game. Not only did you guys have a big game up front, but secondary-wise, really shutting down Braden Fogle. We all know he is an amazing athlete. But that's got to feel good for your defense moving forward. Yeah, I'm proud of the secondary. Congrats on JG for getting two picks and my boy Jayontae. Much love for them. Yeah, Jayante has been a no-fly zone this year. But, yeah, like you just mentioned, Jaden really took that game over. He was our player of the game. He was outstanding. What does it mean for you as a senior to see another kid like Jaden really step up and have a big game like that? How, how did that kind of go in the locker room? I just feel like once they do good, it just shows that all the good vibes – 
teamwork, effort is just paying off. Because at first we didn't have that. And that was just coming together. Right, right, exactly. And this was a game where not one person really took over. And, you know, it, the, the love was shared around the locker room and around the team. That's got to be good when it's a big team effort, especially to knock out the Lexington Minutemen. Oh, yeah, of course. It took a lot. All right, so now we have tonight as a big one, Rocky River, round two of the playoffs, the regional quarterfinal, the final time that you'll be running out of this tunnel on this field. I know it's there's going to be a lot of emotions. Describe those emotions to me tonight. Sad, happy, joyful, probably angry, because this, this is my last game as a senior. Well, here yeah. at Arlen Field. Yeah. It's a bunch of emotions, like you said. What What is it about this place that is so majestic to play in this great coliseum? Coaches, the teammates, everything. There's just a lot of love here. It is. It is a great stadium. Obviously, it's my favorite as well. I'm honored to cover, what, seven games this season here. But let's look at Rocky River. Let's talk about them real quick. Uh, What concerns do you guys have from the defensive side of the football? We're not really concerned. We just do our job, all 11 of us. We just stop the QB, keep contained, and we're good. You know, they're probably going to come in a little chippy because at the last second you guys kind of slid into that four spot. Thanks to some help. But, you know, you also got to know that this is the second round now and everyone's hungry. Everyone's really good at this point. Yes, we must execute very well. If not, they're going to take advantage of that. How big is uh, kind of keying off on the penalties? I know that's been an issue this year. How big has that been in the locker room for you, the senior leadership, to try to kind of get the message through to everyone else? We're going pretty well. They've been listening. You gotta give credit to Simir too. And then also we gotta talk about this is your final game here. What is the message that you have for the rest of your team heading out here uh for the final time tonight? I love y'all boys. Keep working. Do the best. I'm always support each and one of y'all, especially the seniors. Came a long way. But yeah. Lot of emotions. Awesome. Thanks, Tink. Thanks for your time and good luck tonight. Thank you. And actually, real quick, Jaden's here with me. Jaden, we're on the pregame show here. Kickoff is coming up in uh, just a few minutes, but uh, we got to talk about your big game. I know I saw you after the game. You're our player of the game. What a game, though. Just those two interceptions really were the game changers. And I know I had to feel good for you and really get your confidence moving forward. For sure. Like I said, it was just a great feeling getting my first two interceptions. It changed the game around. Um, I think that's what really got us the big win in, in the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, it was a great feeling. You were probably walking around that locker room uh, large and proud after that game. For sure. I just felt like like they see me as like a captain of this team, so it really did feel good like I can come out here and I can, I'm still capable of doing what I could do. So, yeah, it really felt good. It's also got to make a little motivation for your sophomores and your juniors. Okay, if I step up my game, that could be me next year. Yeah, for sure. I always tell the guys, whatever you go through, you can always just step up and do do what you got to do for the team. So, yeah, I think it's a little motivation for the younger guys, and they feel like they can come up here when they get older and do do the same thing. What kind of concerns does the defense have against this Rocky River offense tonight? Um, our biggest concern is stopping down their uh, they best playmaker, which is number 13. Um, that's their best playmaker. So if we take that away and make sure we contain the quarterback, I think it should be pretty good. Same question I asked Tink. Uh, your emotions running out of the tunnel for the final time tonight here at Arlen Field. Uh, my final emotions is, man, 
I haven't played football for the last three years, so this will really be my, my last time really playing on this field, so seeing my older brothers and everything. So I think it would really be, be a really good feeling. Did you get to talk to Angelo or Avion after the game? Yeah, I did. Uh, Angelo, he said, okay, I see you out there. So, yeah, it's a, go, actually going down to the game and going, going to try and talk to him, to him too. So, yeah. That's awesome. So he's got to help, too, with your confidence moving forward to your older brother. For sure. In the summer, I used to always send him clips and everything, and he used to tell me what I need to work on and stuff like that. So it was a good motivation from him. Great role model to have, that's for sure. Thanks for your time, Jaden. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Thanks again to Jaden Gross and Tink Thomas for joining us. And real quick, your reaction, Craig, before we get to Chokey Bradley, we were running a little thin on time, but I uh, wanted to get your reaction on those interviews. Uh, honestly, a little, little bit heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Those boys wanted to run one more time out on Arlen Field in front of their family, their friends, and uh, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's so unfortunate uh, under the circumstances, but, you know, in the end game, we're playing the game. So yes. It may not be where we want to be, mm-hmm. but they're playing the game, um, and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle. I think both teams are out of whack. You know, you go through your normal rituals each week, um, practices, and the fact you know there was a lot of in doubt: is the game gonna happen? Where is it gonna happen? But like we said in our uh, Facebook live, you know, Chucky Bradley said we'll play anywhere. Yeah, and like you said, the meme even said give, even put us on the moon. Yeah, we're, go- exactly. we're going to play Tiger football wherever we go. And that's why we love Chucky Bradley. He is uh, brings a ton of charisma. And I think that there's <coughs> no one better in the area to fire up his kids than Chucky Bradley. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he, brings, a, he brings a confidence of uh, uh, been there, done that, uh, leadership style. Because he has been there, done that. Yeah. Too, yes. So, uh, yeah, if anybody can correct the ship and get these guys focused, it's him. I would agree. And now let's talk. Let's get right to the man of the hour, Mr. Chokey Bradley. Here's what he had to say about last week and tonight's matchup. All right, Chokey. Well, let's talk about Lexington first thing is first. Uh, I really like how your defense made in-game adjustments in that first half. You know, Lexington came out firing. I know you're going to give them credit because that quarterback played very well in the first half. But your defense just managed to – I don't I don't even know what happened, what kind of adjustments were made to where you guys were able to get pressure to him, force him to make uh, bad decisions. Well, you know, we just um... – you know, we didn't really make a whole bunch of different adjustments. We just fine-tuned some of the things that we were already doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we challenged our guys to just do it harder and faster and be more physical with it. And then, you know, the thing I love about this team is you guys also adapt on offense. I mean, when the going gets tough, you know, run the football. And, again, Duke made some big plays with his feet. You know, you had the offensive line really step up and create some opportunities there in that second half to really pound the rock. Yeah, we did, man. We at any time, I, I feel like we can lean on our offensive line guys and and uh, you know and really really get after defensive fronts. And uh, we got the the right athletes in the backfield with Duke and our running backs that can make plays on the ground. I talked to Jermaine Bradley after the game, and he was so pumped and excited. He was a huge contribution uh, with those two big plays on offense to really set things up and get you guys going there. Yeah, Preece gets lost a lot of times, man, on that side of the ball. Um, but, you know, he's an unsung hero, man, and he's an ultimate team player. Um, he goes out and does whatever we ask him to do. Um, he plays whatever position we ask him to play, and uh, and he does it with a lot of pride, you know what I mean? And and uh, we're very you know, privileged to have him 
part of our team and a part of our program. And then another kid we got to talk about is Jaden. What a game. Back-to-back interceptions, and that really stalled their run there in the fourth quarter and really crippled them offensively with both of those plays. You talk about a kid that I have seen play with the biggest heart ever. I mean, this kid is – he never stops going, does he, Coach? No, he doesn't, man. He's the the ultimate, um, you know, definition of being resilient. Um, You know, Jaden – you know, overcome a ton of adversity with, um, you know, being diagnosed with leukemia. And, uh, you know, we rallied behind him and his family. And, you know, for him to to never give up and continue to fight and get to where he is now is the true definition of being resilient. It's the true definition of finding a way to win, not only on the football field, but in life. Um, and that's something that we try to preach to our kids all the time. And when I talked to him after the game, he was our player of the game, and I gave him the hoodie. He had a big, giant smile on his face, and he talked about how important family was to him and his brothers and his father, how big of an impact they were on him, and really he was so proud that he decided to come out for a senior year and play football. You know, you never really understand how much one person goes through, um, you know, adversity and and you sit back and you watch them and you, you know, care for them and put your arm around them and, and uh, fight the fight with them. And uh, you don't know how much that does to you personally. And I think for his brothers and his family, watching him fight and be small and little and, and size and stature and make it through, um, you know, that provided a boost. You know, that provided a... a a certain amount of of courage to all of his his siblings and uh, to give them the the strength to carry on with them, you know, in their everyday lives. So it's a blessing all the way around. Well, it really provided us in the booth too, um, energy and inspiration, just seeing that young man just come out of his shell and just really contribute. That was awesome to see. Well, you know, I tell Jaden all the time, man, he's, he's, um, you know, Football smart, man. He, he's been around football his whole life with his family. And, uh, you know, I lean on him at times with different scenarios and situations and coverages. And uh, he's very intelligent. He gets us lined up. He makes, he makes the right checks in the back end of our defense. And, uh, you know, that's just always something that you got to have defensively. In. And he does a really good job for us. So tonight's Rocky River, um, <laughs> really good football team. You don't get this far without being a good football team. Nine and one. What kind of challenges do they bring to the table tonight? Well, they got a really good quarterback, really good skill receivers. Uh, running back is really good. Um, they got a good team, man. They well coached. They got a great scheme. Uh, defensively, they fly around and they challenge you, man, in, in the run game and in the passing attack. So. Um, they play all three phases, man. Their special teams are good. So they force you to to really play 48 minutes of, you know, offense, defense, and special teams. For our viewers on YouTube and our listeners on GoTigers.com, is there one team maybe that you would maybe describe them that we've already seen this year that you would compare them to? No, I can't think of any. Um they're a different kind of monster, and uh, you know we gotta we gotta we gotta play the game on the field. So 
you know, here we go. This is the last home game of the year, obviously. Obviously, it's a blessing to have two extra home games on top of the five that we normally have for your seniors. I know it's a big deal for you as a coach to see these, what, 17 young men run onto the field for the final time this evening. Yeah, man, it's, um, it's going to be very emotional, um, you know, for, for, for everyone. And, um, you know, it's a blessing that um, I was given this opportunity by the late uh, Dick Wimbegler, you know, 14-some years ago to, you know, appoint me the head coach of this program and gave me the opportunity to, to uh, you know, coach these great young men. So uh, I look forward to fighting a good fight with them. And, um, you know, hopefully we can come out victorious. It doesn't seem like 14 years already, does it, Chucky? Um, sometimes it does. <laughs> well, you know, I've just been honored to be able to cover this team the last, what, four years exclusively with you guys. And the way that you've welcomed us into your home here has just been outstanding and a complete privilege to have you. Oh, man, anytime, man. Uncle Cho, love the kids. All right, Coach. Well, thanks and good luck tonight. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thanks, as always, to Chucky Bradley for joining us on the BP Electric pregame show. And, Craig, uh, before we really dive into that, because we have about 90 seconds till the teams run out, but that is one thing that is clear about Chucky Bradley. He loves his players and he loves his kids. He is all about the kids. Oh, absolutely. I remember the first time um, when we went to uh, the Akron-St. Vincent-St. Mary game. You know, it was my first game with, with VSPN. And, uh, you know, we went down on the field, and I just remember – you know, the interaction, seeing him with those kids, and it was like every single kid wearing uh, a Tiger uniform was his son. It was, it was a very heartwarming and beautiful thing to see. It really was. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Amon Thomas and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. as the Tiger Band welcomed us back in with their rendition of the National Anthem. Yes, you heard that right, folks. The Mansell Senior ITY Tigers in this home game here at Rocky River, Craig. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see them out there. They played the uh, theme song. They played Eye of the Tiger. Uh, it's good to have a little bit of normalcy in, in a, a week that's not been very normal. Well, if you call this normal, uh, it's still well, kind of weird that we're at Rocky River and they're considered the away team. They're in their road whites on the far side, visitors with no visiting fans on the far side. It's just kind of weird when they ran out, you could hear a pin drop and uh, it's just different as uh, Mansfield is the higher seed. They are the four seed. 
So, and they come into tonight's game with nine wins and two losses. And so, Craig, they are the higher seed, therefore, when they made the switch, they said, oh, we're keeping you with all the higher seed, with all the uh, stuff that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, they get to, they get to be on the home side of the field, um, you know, for, for what that's worth. I mean, I guess they've got the band here and the cheerleaders, so that helps. Hey, I have to say, man, th- this announcer, it's probably throwing him off too, so g- God love him, man. This is throwing everyone off tonight, so we're going to try our best to keep this as normal as possible for you as we are getting ready in here in just a matter of moments for kickoff. Uh, the Tigers are in their home uniform, their orange jerseys, brown, and tonight we're wearing brown pants. Had to double check. They like to switch it up on us with the Tiger Paw on the helmet, orange helmet. And then the visiting team, the Rocky River Pirates, are in, uh, I believe those are gray pants, Craig, yeah. with white jerseys and red helmets with a pirate on the side yeah. of them. Here come the TY Tigers as the Tiger Band is playing. And just in case anyone is asking, Rocky River's band is not here tonight, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have cheerleaders over on the far sideline, uh, but they don't have a band, so. It's got to throw them off. Who are they cheering to? Yeah, uh, it, it's, like I said when we did the live stream, man, it, it's just like it was, you know, you know, three years ago when the, the pro stadiums were empty, you know. This, this is je- definitely odd. Uh, I now have a completely new understanding of how the broadcasters and stuff had to, to do things. Well, you know, what's funny is I did two games without fans, uh, back in 2020 during COVID, I know the boss, Corey Durbin, did a game, uh, a bas- elected to basketball game without fans, and we both talked about it afterwards, how it was super weird. But we're going to do our best to bring you all the excitement like we have all season long. We appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate you tuning in tonight. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. And did you get the uh, coin toss information? Uh, no, I did not. So Mansfield won the kick of the coin toss, and they deferred to the second half. So thank you to John Davis as we are ready to rock and roll this yeah. evening from we're, we're gonna, Rocky River Stadium. We're going to try and jam as much energy, and uh, we're going to stuff it just like my grandma used to stuff a turkey. Oh, God, here we go. He's already working on Thanksgiving, folks. Get ready for the corny references because they're going to be No, that's right. about it. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Did you see that there's a Thanksgiving slasher film coming out? Yes, I did. I just saw that like the other day. That's there, there's, there's been one out for quite a while. I know you've never watched it. It's called Thanks Killing, and it's about a, uh, a turkey that goes crazy. Oh, <laughs> and Lord, a slasher. <laughs> the only thing I will say, bear with us tonight, folks. There is a glare in the glass. So And, and the scoreboard is way yes, off there's to the, the coach's th- office and there's a door preventing me from the scoreboard so I'm going to have to step back several times yeah I'll show. try and lean forward to uh, to tell you what I see on no, the scoreboard you're good. we're going to try our best as Quinn DeBolt is ready to tee things up and kick it off as we are underway here week number 12 regional quarterfinal kicks it off and the Pirates will return it around the five far side of the field makes a man miss and he is pushed out of bounds just shy of the 30 yard line so it's going to be first and 10 for the Pirates around the 30-yard line. Led by head coach Josh Wells. I, I believe that was Brady Kennedy on the return. I'm not 100% sure. You got John next to you, so we're going to be leaning on John Davis tonight when he spots for us. We are also in the second row of the press box. So here we go. First and 10 for the Pirates. Ball spotted at the 25-yard line. As they line up at the far hash mark. 
Shotgun formation, two receivers on each side. Here's the snap. Dumps it off to the running back near side. Tries to turn the corner. And short gain at the last second. Lost the ball. ball. Fumble. Tigers say they have it, and they do. The running back got the uh, screen dump off, Craig. And I'm trying to see who recovered that. Who's celebrating? There was three Tigers in on that one. 26 on the recovery for the T.Y. Tigers. That is Ty Pickett. So, yeah, it was wow, a, Craig. The defense, we talked about them on Facebook earlier. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to step it up tonight. So far they did on the first play of the game. Yeah, it was just a running back went out for like a swing pass. The receivers were set up for a screen, and the Tigers were all over it. So first and 10 for Duke Reese. And the offense is the ball spotted at the 36-yard line of Rocky River. Tigers in enemy territory. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back. Right away, running room, a downhill run inside of the 30. Powers his way down to about the 25. And that excellent run on first and 10 as they're going to spot that round right at the 25, I believe. Nice blocking up front by the Tiger offensive line. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call here, Rocky River High School. Regional quarterfinal. Here's the snap. Duke Reese, screen far side. Hit his man. It's caught. I believe that's Amar. Far side turns the corner, and he runs right at the sticks. I think he has a first down, Craig, yeah. out of bounds on the far side of the field. Yeah, it was just a, a screen pass. Let's see where they spot this. And they're going to spot it at the 21. I thought he was had it by at least a yard. Well, the scoreboard says 21. Yeah. Short yard. Yep. 21 oh, yards. Now they're moving the chains. Little date delayed reaction. They're still spotting at the 21, it looks like. So here we go. Duke Reese in the offense. Two receivers on the far side, one on the near. Back behind him. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Again, same play. Dump off to Amar. Pushed out of bounds for a short gain on the far sideline. Inside of the 20-yard line, Craig, and you know what that means. State Farm Red Zone. The State Farm Red Zone. Call your, or your local agent, Gary Fagan, for all your insurance needs. 419-747-2217. You know, you're pretty good at this play-by-play uh, -play announcement. You know, I actually, you did do, my job. I actually did radio back in the day over in Kansas City. I believe it. Although it was a pop station, so. <laughs> so 11.08 to play. First quarter, Tigers on the march in the State Farm Red Zone. Ball spotted at the 18-yard line. Second and seven. Duke Reese empty backfield set. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws another dump off screen to the far side, making a man miss. And it is complete around the 15, so it's going to be about a three-yard gain, Craig. Yeah, it was just another quick dump off to, to Amar Davis. Uh, given you know the best player on offense, the ball isn't always a, a bad idea. I think what they're setting up, though, I, I could be wrong, but you got Nate Dismuke and Lala continuing to line up, and it looks like they're getting one-on-one -on -one coverage. The more they feed Amar, they might force some extra coverage over there to open somebody else up. Third and three from the 14. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. Has a downhill run. 15 to the 10. Powering his way, and he runs into the end zone. Are they going to give it to him? Nope. One. No. One-yard line. They're going to say he was down just shy. Yeah. Uh, just off to the right side. Complete power all the way down to the one-yard line. Tigers are going hurry up. So, the, yes, they line up right in, right away. First and goal from the one. Here's the snap. Duke keeps it. Runs right hash. Runs into the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. Just like that, Mansfield Sr. is on the board. Six to nothing. 10-13 to play. First quarter here at Rocky River. 
And that was electric. The defense got the turnover, Craig, and the offense capitalized. Yeah, uh, that was a QB power. The snap was a little high, but Duke corralled it, and uh, he let uh, Tank just lead him up through the hole. And it was pretty easy for a guy who's 6'4 to get one yard when you got somebody like Tank leading the way. So Quinn DeBolt on to attempt the PAT. McGinty to hold, snap the hole. The kick is low, and it's underneath the crossbar. No good. It might have been partially deflected. So with 10-13 to play in the first quarter, it's the T.Y. Tigers 6 and the Pirates 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Go Tigers indeed. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, fresh off the Mansfield Senior. One-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Duke Reese, just like that, capitalizing off a fumble on the first play from scrimmage for the Rocky River Pirates, Craig. Yeah, you couldn't draw it up any better if you're the Tigers. You have to... Uh, you, you kick the ball off and you get the ball right, you know, immediately back and you take it down, you score, get, get the, you know, get yourself up by six. Uh, now, now Rocky River's got to dig out of this hole and with that Tiger defense, that, that could be a tough order. Quentin DeBolt on to kick off to the Pirates. 10-13 to play, first quarter. 6-0, Tigers, PAT failed. Ball sails into the end zone, and Quinton made up for that one. That was a beauty, but we do believe that was deflected on the PAT attempt. But that was a beauty. That one sailed through the back of the end zone. Well, he does have the wind at his back, so. But, uh, yeah, he that, that ball landed uh, a good five, six yards into the end zone. Uh, that, again, goes to show, though, that how that this wind, as you're going into it, might play havoc as you're trying to pass the ball. So the Tigers kind of need to take advantage of the – direction of the wind this first quarter why they can on offense so the cor- so the head coach josh Wells sends his quarterback number seven julian patty a 6-2 senior onto the field to try to recover after that fumble back on his right hip two receivers stacked on the far side of the field two on the near first and 10 from the 20 yard line now he shifts the running back to the left side here's the snap Back to pass, under pressure immediately, scrambles to the outside, pump fakes, pump fakes again, throws it downfield, incomplete to the sideline. Great coverage downfield, Craig, by the Tigers, and a nice job on the pass rush. Yeah, great job on the pass rush. As you said, great coverage, and uh, I didn't see who it was, but they made uh, they made the uh, instant pressure, and he had to roll and roll and roll, threw it out of bounds. Uh, one of the assistant coaches over there on Rocky River made a heck of a catch over there. 10-0-6 to play first quarter. Sorry, Craig, didn't mean to step on you. 6-0 to zero Tigers. It is second and 10 from the 20-yard line. Rocky River has the football. If you're just joining us, on the first play from scrimmage for the Pirates, they fumbled the ball off a dump-off screen to the running back, Nick DeSalvo. Here we go, second and ten. Snap hands it off to the running back. DeSalvo goes up the middle, and he has no running room. And I think, Craig, they're not even going to give him a yard as that defensive front was there to stop him. It's going to be a no-gain third and ten. Yeah, I don't – yeah, he didn't gain a yard, and I don't know which Tiger is going to get the the technical uh, uh, tackle there, but there was about six of them. 
They sniffed out that run. It's third and 10 from the 20-yard line. Under 10 minutes to play first quarter. Six to nothing, Tigers. Now empty backfield set, five wide. Two on the far, three on the near. Here's the snap back to pass under pressure. Immediately gets it out quick. Tosses up a 50-50 ball. It's caught by the wide receiver, and he could score a Rocky River touchdown, and he will. Just like that, 80-yard touchdown pass from the quarterback, Patty, to Jack Westerfield. And the Pirates are on the board, and the game is tied at six, Craig, just like that. Yeah, as you said, he threw up a 50-50 ball, and uh, I wasn't sure it was actually going to get there, but uh, it, it did, and uh, the receiver reached up and snagged it and uh, took off the rest of the way. Ryan, Ricchetti, Ryan Ricchetti on the reception for okay. the Pirates' apologies. Again, we have this glare. We're looking through glass here in the second row, so bear with us. We got it right the second time. 9-19 to play. PAT for the Pirates. To take the lead, snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is shank to the left, but he just squeaked it in good. 9-19 to play, first quarter, Pirates 7, Tigers 6. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Rocky River High School. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the 80-yard touchdown pass from the quarterback, Julian Patty, to the wide receiver, Ryan Ricchetti. And, uh, you know, it's funny, number 13, uh, Coach Bradley said in the pregame show, Craig, watch out for 13 while well, he burned them on that play. Yeah, yeah, the Tigers, uh, as quick as they took the lead, Rocky River come around and took it right back. But uh, as you said, it was kind of a 50-50 ball up until that point. The Tiger defense had been dominating. Um now let's just see if this Tiger offense can strike back. Who knows, this could be a, a, a one of those wild Big 12, Pac-12 type games where name your score. First college reference of the night for Craig Jackson. Okay. So the ball is getting ready to be kicked off at the 40-yard line. The Lining ball. up to kick it off is Tony, Tony Liva, the looks senior. Like, looks like the ball blew off the tee. I think so. I think you're right. He's still going to kick it. Almost looked like an onside kind of setup. And loose ball here. The Tiger muffed it. Zion Brown picks it up 20 to the 25 spins. And he is met around the 27-yard line. So first and 10 for the offense. And now, Craig, the pressure goes on. Duke Reese in this offense. Yes, they had a short field on the last drive after the fumble. Now can they drive down the field on this solid Rocky River defense? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, although uh – it seemed like uh, the Tigers didn't have a whole lot of resistance that uh, first drive, but as you said, it was a short field, and you had the shock of the quick change. So uh, here come the Tigers ready to go. Let's see what they do. From the 28-yard line, Duke Reese is the quarterback. Empty backfield set. Four wide, two on the far, two on the near. Amar Davis is in motion. Here's the snap, and he'll keep it running to the near oh. side. Room to run, 35 to the 40. Duke Reese, 50. He could go to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Good night, Duke. Race to the end zone. The Tigers strike a 72-yard touchdown run. Just like that, Craig. Back and forth we go. Yeah. Mansfield to the lead. 
Yeah, it was a it was a read option play. They he pulled it out of the belly of uh, Amar, and the blocking downfield was great, absolutely phenomenal blocking downfield. And as soon as he tuned, uh, turned the corner, because the blocking had set it up so so beautifully, it was just a matter of foot speed. And uh, nine times out of ten, Duke Reese is gonna gonna burn you when you have that given that kind of a lead. Second half of last season, Duke Reese started to run the football, and boy, has he really adapted that into his game. And when it comes to running the football, Duke Reese has really, as you said in on Facebook, wow. Yeah. Just wow. He has really turned into this three-headed monster in the running attack as the PAT is up, and it is good. Nine minutes to play in the first quarter. 13-7 to is the Mansfield lead. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. How fitting Duke Reese on the return liner after a 72-yard touchdown run with nine minutes to play for his quarter. Mansfield back on top, 13-7. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. With that run, Duke Reese has become the leading rusher for the team for the year. Wow. Because, uh, uh, Petty had the lead with 585. Duke came in right behind him at 563. So, <laughs> Incredible stat there. The quarterback leading his team this evening. And a, another perfect kick sails <laughs> right through the back of the end zone once again for Quentin DeBolt. And another beauty sets up first and 10 with the touchback for the Pirates at their own 20-yard line. Last time the Pirates had the ball, it was an 80-yard touchdown pass from the quarterback Julian Patty to the wide receiver Ricchetti. Where they took the lead, Craig, 7-6. to six, So now we'll see what kind of adjustments this Tiger defense made. Yeah, if you're the Tigers, you can't let that happen again because the first uh, two downs you played brilliant defensive football and you just happened to you know let a guy get a little loose on you. So let's see if the Tigers can uh, shore that up. So Patty, the quarterback, receiver in motion from left to right, three on the near side, two on the far, empty backfield set. Now he summons the running back back into the backfield. He'll hand it off. Tigers sniff it out, and there's a loss. He's going to drag him backwards to about the 18-yard line. They tried to do a little motion sweep there, Craig, and it burned them. Yeah, uh, loss of three is what we're being told. And, uh, yeah, it, the Tigers weren't buying any of that. Uh, as soon as uh, the ball got handed off, they were on top of the runner. Um, so far tonight, Nick DeSalvo has struggled in the backfield with a fumble and then now a three-yard loss on that play. And the offensive line for the Pirates trying to recover here as it is now second and 13 from their own 17-yard line. Empty backfield set again for Patty, the quarterback. Through receivers on the near side, two on the far. Here's the snap, back to pass. Under pressure, gets it out quick. Receiver catches it, Craig, and he probably should have dropped that one because he caught it at the 15 and fell immediately. So they're going backwards. Another loss on the play. Yeah, he uh, he caught the ball, and as he was gathering it in, he lost his footing and fell uh, forward, which for him was actually backward. <laughs> so a loss of two. So now it brings up uh, 
a third and long, and that's the last thing you want to have against this Tiger defense. So three times tonight they've ran the screen with the salvo of the running back, and it hasn't worked out for them. We'll see what they draw up here. On third and 15, Rocky River has the football on their own 15. Here's a snap back to pass under pressure immediately. Rolls, he's under pressure. He's in his own end zone, looks downfield, looking for help. Just chucks it downfield. 50-50 ball tipped and intercepted by the Tigers at the 39. Amar the star. With the 50-50 ball, just jumped right underneath the receiver, Craig, and took that one. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Patty had, I mean, he, he chucked the ball down there because, I mean, you have to try and get the first down, but he was running for his li life from the word jump there. As soon as that ball was snapped, uh, he started getting pressure immediately off, off of his uh, right side or his left side. And, I mean, he just ran around forever. I was wondering if they were ever going to catch him because he proved elusive, but... You know, when you get that kind of pressure, it's hard to throw a ball on a run, man. I would say Amar Davis is back to in-game shape, Craig, right now. What a play that was. Now it's time for him to go to work on offense with Duke Reese, the quarterback. Here's a snap, first and 10 from the 39. Second turnover of the game. Leads to a slant route to Dismuke, 20-yard line. Checks out the far side, turn the corner to the 10 to the 5. Runs to the pylon. Touchdown, Tigers! Nate Dismuke burning the Pirates secondary on that play. A beautiful move by Nate to check to the outside, turns the corner, and he was gone. Yeah, he like you said, he kind of turned it upfield. He kind of bumped it outside, and as he was going down the sideline, gave a little bit of a stiff mm. arm, which was just enough to get him into the corner of that end zone, and the Tigers' offense is on fire right now. 7-18 to play, first quarter. The Mansfield score now is 19-7. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, VSPNRadio.com, GoTigers.com. The bolt to attempt the PAT, snap the hold. Kick is up, and it is perfect down Main Street. 7-18 to play, first quarter, 20-7 is the Mansfield lead. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is John Taylor Bryant, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Amar Davis with the interception at the 39-yard line. Craig, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, and Craig with that interception. The second turnover of the game for the Pirates setting up another touchdown, and it was another beauty by Nate Dismuke getting on the board for the Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, this Tiger offense is firing on all cylinders right now. And, uh, you know, in a week that's been very topsy-turvy and, and, and thrown people for a lot of loops, as of right now it looks like the Senior High Tigers have come out the more, the more focused uh, and more prepared team, which is a credit to Shoki Bradley. Well, and especially answering after the 80-yard touchdown pass mm -hmm. by Rocky River earlier, here's the kickoff. And this one just short at the goal line, Well, but the kickoff return specialist stepped on the goal line. Therefore, it is a touchback first and 10 for the Pirates upcoming. 20-7 is the Mansfield lead. Thanks for joining us this evening. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on your radio home for Tiger football. I kind of wonder if uh, DeBolt took a little off that kick to force them to return the ball because it looked like it was a little higher up to maybe uh, not go as deep. 
because maybe you're I mean, really going to critique his kick. No, I'm saying he did it on purpose yeah. to try and get them. Maybe to run to get him a shorter field. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. I like that. That's a good point. First and ten for the Pirates is Patty back on the field. Last time through an interception. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Has time this time. Throws, and he throws a one-hopper incomplete into the turf around the 30-yard line. Trying to see who that was intended to, Craig. I want to say 44? No, it was intended for number eight, Bolkowski. Oh. That's all right. You were close. Yeah. (laughs) It is hard to see, folks, so bear with us tonight. And they have red glaring numbers, too, so it's – you wouldn't think that'd be hard to see, but through glass it is. So here we go. Second and ten from the 20-yard line. Empty backfield set. Receiver in motion. Patty keeps it up the middle. Oh. And the Tigers immediately bring him down. That was a nasty hit. Trying to see who that hit was. And Lala Owens met him immediately, Craig, and brought him to the ground. And I'm going to say loss of two back to the 18-yard line. Lala brought the lumber on that Woo! one, man. Holy mackerel! <laughs> credit, credit to that. Uh, credit to Patty to get get up after a hit like that. I called him out before the game. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I think he that fired him up. He said he needed to step up. Yeah, they need Lala Owens tonight. So that was a big play by number twenty-two. Under seven minutes to play, first quarter, twenty to seven. The Mansfield lead. Pirates third and twelve. Here's the snap. Patty back to pass under pressure and just dumps it off to the running back complete. That's DeSalvo, 30, checks in field to the 35, up to the 40, and I believe he just got enough for the first down across the 30-yard line to the 31, first and 10 for the Pirates. Yeah, that was uh, uh, showed some uh, patience there by Patty because it was a screen pass, and he just kept floating back, floating back, floating back, inviting that Tiger rush which left a huge open area there for him to complete the pass out to the running back. And for the first time tonight, DeSalvo was able to get some yards off of a pass. First and 10 off the completion to the running back. Rocky River trying to answer the two Mansfield touchdowns since they last scored. DeSalvo in motion. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws over the middle. Almost intercepted. Lala almost had a, a great opportunity there. As he had his head turned, Craig, so I think that's why he couldn't complete the interception at the 40-yard line. Yeah, he kind of had to reach for it, but he was in great position there. But, I will, uh, man, I'll say this. Going into the win, uh, Patty right there, he, he threw a laser, man. That, that win, those flags are still at 90 degrees off them goalposts, and he sliced through that win like nothing with that pass there. But Lala in great position. Ball spotted at the Rocky River 32-yard line. Pirates have the football. Just under six minutes to play opening quarter. 20-7 is the Mansfield lead. Patty, the quarterback, receiver in motion from left to right. Hands it off to the back to Salvo up the middle. Trying to get some push from the offensive line. Not much going there. He might have got two yards on the play up to about the 35-yard line. So two-yard gain. Sets up third and eight for this Pirate offense. I believe that was beginning on the tackle. Good to see Dalen on with a big hit there. Yeah, he was able to kind of grab him around the legs, and he refused to let go. Brings up a, a third and long. Strong-hearted kid. Love watching this kid play each and every week. Third and eight. Back on the left hip now. Moves in motion. That's DeSalvo. Back to pass is Patty. Dumps it off to DeSalvo. They keep using this move. DeSalvo, 40. And he might have a first down. And I think he does up to about the 42-yard line. It's close, but I think they're going to give him a first down as they move the chains. 
at the 43-yard line. As you said, they, they, they're liking that play, and uh, they're slowly but surely, you know, chipping their way downfield there. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I guess if that's what's get, moving this, the ball downfield for them. Well, you know, and you can't criticize this offense either. This is a team that averaged coming in, coming in out into the playoffs, if I can talk, 42 points a game. So they do have a high-octane offense. Now they have four receivers stacked on the far side, one on the near, first and ten from their own 43-yard line. Patty, the quarterback, here's the snap, back to pass under pressure, immediately throws over the middle, and incomplete as it hits the turf at midfield. And Tigers sent three guys there, Craig, and they got right through that line. Yeah, they did. Uh, tried to get the ball out real quick to Ricchetti. Tried to confuse the Tigers. They had the four receivers over there, as you said, almost in a diamond formation. And, uh, you know, that's kind of hard to cover, man. Everybody starts going their own way. But uh, luckily for the Tigers, uh, ball was short. Simeer Phillips was one of them, along with Fat Man Thomas and Jace Young, the freshman. 4.27 to play. Second and ten. Here's the snap. Throws a screen to the outside just off the fingertips of DeSalva, incomplete. And I tell you what, that was dangerous for them because you had the defensive back out there. Had he not been tied up, Craig, with the wide receiver, if he was in position, he could have gotten a tipped interception there. Yeah, the ball was a little high, but, uh, you know, if uh, the ball's delivered correctly, you know, you got your running back out there and you got three guys blocking uh, three guys, so your odds are pretty good out there. It just was a little high for uh, the Pirates. So third and long. We'll see if the Tiger defense can get off the field here. As Patty, the quarterback. Julian Patty. DeSalvo, the running back on his right hip. Three receivers on the far side. One on the near. Tiger showing blitz here on the edge. Here's the snap. They back off. Throws far side of the field screen. Caught to the 43. Stutter steps. Tries to get past the man. A great second effort as he leaps across midfield but he's going to step out of bounds well shy of the first down marker, but a nice athletic play by DeSalvo, but Craig at his fourth down. We'll see what Rocky River does here. Yeah, they marked it right at the 50-yard line. As you said, he was reaching for the first down marker, but he was well short. He had to get to the 47, so they'll send on their punt unit. Tigers running people on and off the field. They better hurry up. little personnel exchange here. And Coach, and Coach Bradley doesn't like what he sees as all kinds of issues. So he's going to go ahead and take a timeout. We'll keep it here. Yeah, the Tigers were really discombobulated. They ended up with three guys out here covering two, you know, when Rocky Rivers lined up to punt. Uh, like I said, lots of people coming and going. Uh, if you're Chokey Bradley, I, I, I think that's a great timeout to take because, you know, your guys don't really know what they're doing. And uh, you're right at midfield. It's a perfect place for somebody to try to pull a fake, uh, a fake punt. Uh, you definitely got to make sure everybody's on the same page in a situation like that. Jayante O'Brien was signaling to the sidelines on the far side of the field. I don't know if you could see that, but I wonder if that's what he was saying. He didn't like what he was seeing with that formation by Rocky River. They were lined up to punt, but uh, one has to wonder. Well, yeah, that too, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, with fourth and three from the 50-yard line. And now it looks like, yeah, it. they're lined up to go for it off the Tiger timeout. See if the defense can get a stop here. He's he's lined up kind of deep. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a pooch. Pooch punt, yeah. Well, Patty is lined up. Two receivers on the far, two on the ah. near. The Tigers jump and gift wrap the Pirates a first down. I believe that was Simir that jumped on the far side of the edge. 
So it's offside that's going to move the ball to the 45-yard line of Mansfield Senior. 4.16 to play, first quarter. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call here from Rocky River High School. Thanks for joining us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. The score is Mansfield 20, Rocky River 7. Mansfield Senior has scored 13 unanswered points, but the Pirates are on the move. They have the ball in Tiger territory. First and 10 for Patty. Here's a snap, tosses it to the running back to Salvo far side. Made a man miss, 40, he could score, 30. He's at the 20, and he's going to be tripped up on the far side of the field around the 10-yard line. So a big run there, or excuse me, a big reception there off the screen pass, Craig. It's going to set up first and goal from the 9-yard line for no, the you had it. You had it right the first time. You had it right the first time. It, it was a pitch out. Um, it, that uh, showed you the explosiveness of the Rocky River offense and why they were averaging 40-some 40, uh, points a game coming into the playoffs because – once uh, DeSalvo squirted through that hole, man, he showed you some speed, and he almost broke it for, for six there with, uh, on the Tiger defense. So Rocky River trying to get with him one touchdown here. 3.40 to play, first quarter. If you're just joining us, a lot of scoring. We'll catch you up in just a moment. DeSalvo in motion, first and goal from the nine. Patty throws over the middle. It's tipped incomplete. I believe that was Tink Thomas and Lala. And on that one, I think Tink got his hand up, Craig, and knocked that ball down. Yeah. Uh, for the first time tonight, that was probably the first pass play I've seen where the Tigers actually didn't get much uh, pressure. And I think uh, Patty maybe heard some footsteps that weren't there. I think he kind of rushed the throw, which uh, led to the defense being able to bat that thing down. 3.30 to play, first quarter, 20-7, to 7, the Mansfield lead, but River Rocky River knocking on the door. Here's a snap pitch to the running back. He's at the five. He's still on his feet, and he is brought down just on the far side there, inside of the five-yard line. We'll see where they spot this, Craig. Gain of five on the run by DeSalvo. Yeah, somebody from the Tigers, I didn't see who it is, but they knifed in there just as the pitch was getting there, and uh, they missed the tackle, which let DeSalvo get those five yards, setting them up down, in, down by the four-yard line. Third and goal from the four, and look who just ran onto the yep. field, their beef. Here on that defensive line, Fat Man Thomas trying to slow down this Rocky River running attack on this drive. Some big runs by DeSalvo. Credit Josh Wells and the coaching staff for remaining calm with their running back with the confidence that he was able to step up, make big plays. Here's the snap, DeSalvo in motion. Patty throws into the end zone, incomplete. Just misread his target. It was intended for number 44 for the Pirates. That is Trent Del Delventhal. It's going to be fourth and goal. And I imagine if they went for it, Craig, at midfield, they're going to go for it here. This is a game where you're trying yeah. to answer. The, if Mansfield keeps making these explosive plays on offense, you really have to counter it with a, a touchdown here. Yeah, and, and you got to think if you're a Coach Wells, you're kind of like, well, you know, we got lucky that they jumped off sides and gifted us a first down. So we better take advantage of the yes. situation because outside of that, this offense really has, has had trouble moving the ball. You know, you take away the one long pass play and the one really long run there by DeSalvo, and, uh, you know, Rocky Rivers really struggled to move the ball. Uh, you're in the playoffs now, so you, you have to go for it if, if you're Coach Wells at this point. So fourth and goal from the Tiger four-yard line. Pirates have the football. Patty's the quarterback. Receiver in motion from left to right. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. Dumps it off to the receiver to the outside, and that's 13 
Rickard, and he is brought down for a loss in the Tiger defense, Craig. Makes the stop. What a stand by Chokey Bradley and this football team. Yeah, I was shaking my head no as soon as they threw the ball out there because the, the guys who were blocking, they missed uh, the one guy they should have blocked out there, Nate Dismuke. He came, he came flying through there and was able to uh, – to uh, corral the receiver, and once that happens, you had a swarm of Tigers come in there and just completely shut it down, giving the Tigers first down. So shout out to Nate Dismuke making plays on both sides of the ball tonight. Ryan Ricchetti, excuse me, the senior, he tried to score on the the play that he scored on earlier in the first quarter on that screen there. Yeah, yeah, he he tried to juke uh, Nate, but that I mean you're not going to out juke Nate. No. So first and ten, Tigers are pinned back deep after. Rocky River turns the ball over on downs. 2.29 to play first quarter. First and 10 for Duke Reese on the offense. Here's the snap and the throw to the outside. It's a screen. I believe that's Amar Davis, and he's across the 10 and pushed out of bounds on the far sideline around the 12-yard line. So a modest gain on first on first down. Craig is going to set up second and six. Yeah, it gives you some breathing room back there, kind of opens up the offense a little more. Twenty to seven is the Mansfield lead. Two nineteen to play, first quarter. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Here's the snap and fake handoff, and he'll keep it. Duke across the fifteen and dives close to the first down. He's up to about the seventeen. I think the officials are going to give it to him. First and ten, Mansfield senior. Nice run there by Duke Reese. If you're just joining us, Duke Reese has a seventy-two yard touchdown run in this game. So. He has really found ways to make plays with his feet early on here. Yeah, I believe that was a, actually a busted play because Duke went, you know, reached way out there to try to get the ball to Tank, but Tank was too far out there, and Duke just went with his instincts and ran up the middle for the first down. The wind continues to blow here tonight. Pretty windy out. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back. Room to run, and he's across the 30-yard line and a big chunk play run by number five, Zion Brown, his first carry of the ball game. Yeah, that was beautifully blocked. I saw uh, the, the snap was a little high, but again, Duke was able to corral it in, got it to Zion. He had a lead blocker. It looked like it was Lala leading him up through the hole. Huge hole, gains him 10 yards plus, gets the first down. Spotted at the 31-yard line for Duke Reese. Brown still the back behind him in the pistol. Here's the snap. Hands it off, and he'll run with it up the middle, and this time Rocky River's there to greet him for a short gain up to about the 33. Two-yard run for Zion. Yeah, just your basic kind of dive play off to the, off to the left side, gives the gives the Pirates something to think about. One oh eight and counting. First quarter, Mansfield twenty, Rocky River seven. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call from Rocky River Stadium here in So Duke Reese out of the pistol. Two receivers on the far side. Two stacked up on the near. Here's the snap. And throws a screen to Nate Dismuke on the near side, 30-35. He's the 40. He's going to be just short. Well, maybe with progression up to the 41. And I think they do move the chains again. So Nate Dismuke dives to the 41 and gets another first down. Yeah, and the Tigers just moving and, you know, chunks of four and five yards at a time on this drive. No lightning just yet, but, hey, they're moving the chains. They're going quickly here with some tempo. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion. Zion, 45, has room to run. And tripped across the 45 up to the 46-yard line. So a five-yard run on first and 10. Yep. The offensive line starting to find their mojo, Craig. Yeah, puts the ball uh, in uh, pirate territory again. 
Uh, just uh, Zion going off the left side there. Was kind of like an off tackle. Beautiful blocking up front. Gave him, like I said, gets him in pirate territory. The, the Tigers have the lead, Craig, as we end this first quarter. They're trying to build on that lead. Will they find out after this? You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Rocky River Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, start of the second quarter. If you're just joining us, uh, it was a very entertaining first quarter, Craig. Duke Reese with a one-yard touchdown run, then Ricchetti for Rocky River with their lone score, an 80-yard touchdown reception. Duke Reese had a 72-yard touchdown run, and... Most recently, Nate Dismuke in that first quarter with a 39-yard touchdown reception. And now we have the ball, the Tigers do, at the 46-yard line of Mansfield. Duke Reese and the offense on the field here. Second and five after a five-yard pickup on first down by Zion Brown. Two receivers on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap, second and five. Hands it off to the running back, and he's in the near hash marks. Turns and turns that corner. He's across midfield into Rocky River territory and has the first down, Craig, down to about the 47-yard line, first and 10, Mansfield Sr. Yeah, Zion Brown, he got the, got the ball, went around the right side and actually showed some power there, just flat-out pancaking a guy to get that first down. That's... Uh, Something you haven't seen a lot of from Zion this year is, is the pure power, but he showed it there, and you got two receivers stacked on the far side. First and ten in enemy territory. Here's the snap, hands it off to Brown. Brown up the middle again, powers his way as he ran right by that block there, and a nice job again by the offensive line on first down, Craig. They get another five-yard-plus run. Yeah, like I said uh, before the end of the quarter, they're just getting chunks of four or five yards at a time. Uh, big hole there by the offensive line. They're starting to really flex their muscle here. Second and five. Duke Reese out of the shotgun again. And again, they just hand it off to Zion. Has room to run this time. Sorry. That's Jameer Petty. He can score. And he's to the 30 to the 20. Touchdown, Tigers. Jameer Petty comes in relief for Zion Brown. Takes it to the house. 42-yard touchdown run by Tank Petty. And the Tigers increased their lead 26-7. to You know, the, the key thing there that uh, most people aren't going to notice is the guy you called out when we did our live stream, Lala Owens, came around, and he completely sealed off the, the inside guys there, just opened it up for the outside, and then it was Petty. Tank showing that he's a little bit more of a dragster than a tank, outrunning everybody to the end zone there for a big six, six uh, points there for the Tigers. So Quinn DeBolt on to attempt the PAT. Dalen McGinty to hold. Snap the hold. The kick is to the left. And just good. Sneaks in through the left upright. 10.57 to play in the second quarter. Mansfield Sr. increases their lead to 20. 27 to 20. Or 27 to 7 over Rocky River. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. 
And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. The offensive line creating opportunities for the Tiger offense as they just ran into the, touch, into the end zone, a 42-yard touchdown run by Jameer Tank Petty, making the lead 27-7. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson from Rocky River Stadium. And, Craig, we keep talking about it. They're continuing to pound the rock, and I know you're an old-school guy. Oh, you're yeah. loving this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then I can't help but think, though, you look at all the passes they threw mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, I think that helped soften up this defense to help get those holes, just gaping holes open up for this running running game. So Quinn DeBolt on to kickoff for the Tigers. Kind of curious to see it's, how he goes against the wind it's here. It's been an explosive night for the offense, capitalizing off of Rocky River turnovers. Ball picked up around the 15 to the 20. He looks, and that is Ricchetti. Ricchetti is brought down around the 15, and you just watch Ricchetti run with the football. And I don't know about you, Craig, but it almost looks like he had a little fear in his eyes. I'm not trying to bash him at all. It just looked like it was a very timid run. Yeah, yeah, he started to go to the uh, – off to the left towards the sidelines, and that the Tigers swarmed that so fast. He, there was a lot of indecision there. And uh, next thing you knew, uh, Dejon Corbin was down there taking him down to the ground and uh, stopping him for a really short gain on that kickoff return. 10.50 to play in the first half here at Rocky River. Mansfield 27, Rocky River 7 on a home game for Mansfield Senior. Never thought I'd ever see that in my career. <laughs> A lot of firsts this week. So far, Mansfield battling adversity, passing the test tonight. It's still early on. First and ten for Patty and the quarterback. DeSalvo in motion. Here's the snap. Hands it off to him. Goes to the outside. Has a little room to run. He gets up to about the 30-yard line, so a three-yard run, Craig, on first down. Yeah, the Tigers' defense showed their speed there because the hole at the uh, line of attack was absolutely huge, and DeSalvo burst through it, but the Tigers swarmed him and kept him to a short gain. Shelby up 21 to 20 at the end of the first quarter over Van Wert. 10-22 to play here, second quarter. Mansfield by 20. Rocky River trying to move the ball, second and six. Back on the right hip of Patty. Here's the snap, back to pass. And ball tipped in the air, and it's still caught by Ricchetti at the 45. He could score 50, 40, 30. Good night. What a play by Ricchetti, the wide receiver, Ryan Ricchetti, the senior. And Coach Bradley said it in the pregame show, Craig, he is explosive. We have to watch 13 at all times. That is the second touchdown of the ballgame. Yeah, his, his second long touchdown of the game. Uh, you know, the ball was tipped, and he made a great adjustment to it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he, he was going one way. The Tigers were going another. He adjusted, was able to get the ball, and once he got the ball, he was gone. I thought that was Fat Man on the tip at the line of scrimmage. And usually that favors the defense, but that time Rocky River catches a break and they find the end zone. And here's the PA attempt by Tony Leva. Snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. With 10 minutes to play in the second quarter, Rocky River comes back 27-14 as the Tiger lead. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Rocky River Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Off the 70-yard touchdown reception for Ryan Ricchetti. Off the tip pass from the quarterback, Julian Patty. So Patty denied 8 of 16, 182 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Ricchetti has four catches for 155 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, 39 yards a catch. His uh, touchdown catch or touchdown receptions, 75 yards average. That's not not bad. That's pretty good. He's explosive. He's fun Absolutely, to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Coach Bradley wasn't kidding when he talked about this kid this week. And Leva, oh, an onside, onside kick here. Tigers scramble for it in midfield. They signify that they have the football. They do. And the officials agree. So I, I actually like the gamble. If you're Rocky River, you're trying to find some way yeah. to gr- completely grab that momentum, Craig. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the gamble didn't pay off. Mansfield Sr. gets the ball in Rocky River territory at the 49-yard line. Yeah, uh, good job by Carter Kessler to keep uh, his eye on the ball and uh, not get uh, – not get complacent and think they're just going to kick the ball off. He was the one that recovered it. He was all over it. Um, so good job on him setting the Tigers up in plus territory. And like I said, I, I kind of agree. I, I, I like the call. You're trying, I to, do. trying to get back in the game, and uh, you kind of really don't want to give the Tigers offense the ball back. I almost said that Coach Wells was on the road, and then I had to stop myself. Duke Reese back to pass, throws near side complete. Jermaine Bradley, nice play there as he runs out of bounds just around the 40-yard line. And that's going to be a 10-yard gain on first down, first and 10 for Mansfield Sr. Number three, getting involved in the passing game, Craig, just like he did last week. Yeah, one thing uh, uh, I want to throw out there real quick, going to compliment Duke Reese with this wind blowing. The kid is 7 for 7, hasn't missed a pass yet. Throwing into the wind. Yes. Uh, Yeah, great job by him. Duke Reese, first and 10 from the 39-yard line of Rocky River. Here's a snap, hands it off to the back. And he dives inside of the 40-yard line, maybe carves his way down for a yard to the 38. Well, I tell you what, the Tigers are lucky to even get that much because Trent Delventhal was uh, in there at the blink of an eye, was able to split the the defense, and he was in there pretty much at handoff. Zion Brown with the one-yard gain, second and nine, 9.20 and counting. Second quarter, Mansfield Senior 27, Rocky River 14. Tigers have the ball at the 38-yard line for the Pirates. Here's the snap. Duke Reese is going to run. Shifts towards the outside. Tries to turn the corner, and he does. Room to run, 35. Pushed out of bounds close to the first down marker on the far sideline. I think he's going to be about a yard short, Craig, down to the 31. Yeah, uh, Duke faked the handoff and took it around the end. Uh, Amar Davis leading the way was able to – was able to get in the way of two different defenders to lead the way for Duke Reese to get down there, give him second down, I believe two yards to go. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. No, that was a great analogy. I was laughing at something else. I'll tell you later. 
Third and two from the 31. Duke Reese out of the pistol. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Brown. Brown looking for a running lane. Goes towards the outside. Has the first down and more. Inside of the 25-yard line. Down to the 24. And the Tigers run the ball on third down, Craig. And they are able to move the chains. Yeah, great blocking again downfield. I've been so impressed with the Tiger defense or the uh, wide receivers and how their uh, blocking downfield has been tonight. It's been very impressive. And I know the reason you laughed. You spilled pop on yourself on your brand new No, hoodie. that's not why. I'll tell you later. I can't say right now. John's going to want to hear this too. He'll love it. So here we go. First and 10 <laughs> from the 25-yard line of Rocky River. Tigers have the ball. They're on the move. Here's the snap. Fake handoff back to pass Duke. Throws a screen to the outside. And Lala with a nice catch. It was a tad bit underthrown, but still the athleticism of Lala Owens was able to pick up about five there, Craig. Yeah, he had to get really low. Basically picked it right off the top of his shoes. Uh, but, hey, like you said, he was able to catch it, get some positive yards, and uh, by making such an athletic play, he keeps Duke perfect nine for, or eight for eight so far. So Duke Reese lines up out of the pistol. Brown is the back behind him. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Zion goes up the middle, room to run. Whoa. 20 to the 15, and Craig, if it wasn't for a shoestring tackle by Ricchetti, he's into the end zone. I tell you what, this is the, this is the angriest I've seen Zion Brown run all year. I love it. He's running like a madman. I love this kid. Good to see him run the football well. As the Tigers are in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Gary Fagan. Ball spotted at the 12-yard line. Tigers on the move here. Out of the pistol again. Three receivers on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Brown. Brown, 10, runs into a defender, bounces off of him, dives towards the five-yard line. I think they're going to bring him down around the six. That's about a six-yard run for Zion Brown as he continues to, to eat away at the Rocky River defense. Yeah, like you said, he bounced off the defender, uh, bounced outside. He ran into two defenders and still pushed them forward and gained about another yard. I'm telling you, this kid is just absolutely running with some, some serious power tonight, which, like I said, it's, it's something I haven't seen from Zion all year, and I'm loving it. Tigers knocking on the door here. Second and four from the six. Duke Reese out of the pistol. Brown is the back behind him, and he'll keep it, reads it, runs up the middle, runs into a wall of pirate defenders there. It's the first time tonight I think he's been off on his reads. He's done an amazing job thus far, though. Yeah, that, that, I, that, that's also, I think, the first time tonight that uh, the Tigers have been stopped for no gain or, or minus yardage. So the it is a no gain. Third and four from the six-yard line. 6-22 and counting. Second quarter, Mansfield Senior 27, Rocky River 14. Two receivers on the far side, one on the near. I think that's Amar Davis on the near side, Greg. Here's the snap out of the pistol. Hands it off to the back. That's Zion. Zion purrs his way into the end zone for a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. Nice blocking up front. And the Tigers extend the lead 33-14. to Yeah, again, Zion showing some power there. He gets the ball. He goes around the right side. Gets met by the defenders at the one, one-and-a-half-yard line and just bowled his way into the end zone. This Tiger team is coming out, and they're playing physical and angry tonight, and I love it. I think this offensive line won some hoodies the way they're playing tonight. I mean, usually we only give them to one, but this offensive line has been absolutely phenomenal tonight, and what a job by Zion Brown on this drive. Like you said, he was running angry. 
finds his way into the end zone. Here's the PAT attempt by Quentin DeBolt. The kick is up, and it is good. 6.02 to play here in the second quarter. Mansell Sr. back up 20, 34-14. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Rocky River Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the Mansfield Senior touchdown run, a six-yard run by Zion Brown finding his way into the end zone. As the three-headed monster at running back tonight, Craig, all three with touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is something that, uh, you know, we talked about in pregame that, uh, you know, this this has morphed into a three-headed attack, not just running the ball but receiving. And DeBolt quick kicks it along the ground. And kicks it on the ground, picked up by the Pirates, and not much going there as Guy Trader on the stop around the 33-yard line. Guy Trader is a young man that really stepped up and impressed me last week, Craig. He had a great game mm -hmm. as a defensive back, and it's good to see him there make the tackle. Yeah, I believe that was Oren Grieve on the uh, return for the Pirates, but he really had nowhere to go. Great coverage by the Pirates. They kicked it on the, on the ground, and uh, he didn't really have anywhere to go because there was a sea of orange crashing down on him. He didn't look so good. Maybe he is suffering from a little case of scurvy. And you thought my Halloween jokes were bad. Good Lord. 5.55 to play in the first half. Rocky River has the football. Patty's the quarterback. DeSalvo in motion moves to the left hip. And now here's Riccati in motion. Here's the snap. Hands it off to DeSalvo, and four Tigers are there to greet him. He did have a blocker up front, number 44, but four against one on blocking. I'll take the Tigers all night long. Lala Owens on the initial contact for the Tigers along with Saimir Phillips. Yeah, just a, just a gain of one, and that, uh, that motion um, with Ricchetti hasn't really uh, done a whole lot to open anything up as far as uh, the offense goes for the Pirates. So uh, the Tigers are not being fooled by all the window dressing. Second and nine. Ball spotted at the Rocky River 34-yard line. Pirates have it. Patty's the quarterback. Here's the snap. Throws to the outside. It's caught. Has the first down around the 42-yard line. Corbin Green on the reception for the Pirates. So a nice throw there by Julian Patty to step in, into the pocket, Craig, and make that throw. Yeah, I think that's going to be the uh, Pirates' offense tonight. It's either going to have to be quick throws or you're just going to have to throw it up and hope, hope Ricchetti can make a play with it. I would agree, just to get around that Tiger pass rush. Got so Patty, the quarterback, one receiver on the far, one on the near. The receiver on the near side, watch out, is Ricchetti. Here's the snap. And dumps it off to the outside to Salvo. To Salvo. Tries to spin, and two Tiger defenders are there to stop him. I believe that was Mo Bradley out there on the on uh, the tackle. Well, it was actually DeJean Corbin, number okay. 13. And he's another young man that's really stepped up. I yeah. like watching him play a lot. He has a bright future with this football team. 
Talented sophomore for Coach Bradley. Under five minutes to play here at Rocky River. Tigers in the regional quarterfinal. They lead 34-14. Second and nine is the call from the Rocky River 45-yard line. Patty out of the shotgun. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off to DeSalvo. DeSalvo again, no running lane. And the Tigers' defense... Clogs the hole there, and Symir Phillips on the stop for the T.Y. Tigers. Yeah, I, I kind of thought maybe the Rocky River receivers took off a half step early, but it didn't matter. The uh, run play went absolutely no, absolutely nowhere and brings up the a third and long, which is not what you where you want to be if you're the Pirates going against this Tiger pass rush. 3.30 and counting until the intermission. Third and nine, and you talk about uh, the pass rush. This is the time to dial up a blitz here, Craig. And I'm waiting for Lala. He looks hungry on the near edge here. It's only a matter of time before they do get to this quarterback. Even though I give him a lot of credit, he's getting the ball out quick. Third and nine from the 45-yard line. Patty's the quarterback. Ricchetti is in motion. He moves to the near side. And Coach Wells doesn't like what he sees here. He's going to call a timeout. There was some major uh, major. Uh, uh difference of opinion between Patty and Ricchetti on what the formation was and uh, they couldn't figure it out the clock was running out and uh, Coach Wells did the right thing taking a timeout it's already third and long you don't need a five yard penalty to make it third and longer if you're just joining us thanks for tuning in this evening on your radio home for Tiger football go tigers.com Nick Michaels Craig Jackson very uh, explosive and offensive game so far 34 to 14 is the Mansfield lead big plays Tonight for both teams. Yeah, absolutely. If it wasn't for those two big plays, it could be a shutout for the Tigers, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Uh, I got to admit, this was not. I was not expecting this much offense this early from either team in the uh, in the game. But uh, you know, here we are. Like I said, you know, possibly one of those Big Twelve, Pac twelve type games where you can kind of name your score and. At least so far in the first half, that's what it's shaping up to be. All right, so it's third and nine. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line. Patty, the quarterback, trying to convert here. Three receivers on the near side. Here's the snap. Throws far side of the field. Incomplete. The receiver fell down. So it's going to be fourth down. Jayante O'Brien in coverage. I believe it was intended for green. Yeah. So uh, it was unfortunate for the Pirates, and Tigers catch a break there. Yeah, the uh, turf monster kind of reached up and uh, snagged Grieve by the, the foot, made him slip and fall. As I will say, though, he did throw into a no-fly zone. Giante was there to cover him. So here's the punt upcoming for the Pirates. See who that is punting for. So here's the punt for the Pirates. It's a high one. And Disney's oh. going to let it roll into the end zone oh. as the Pirates almost catching the ball around the two-yard line but just couldn't quite catch up the punt by Josh Mommers, the junior. Rolls into the end zone for a touchback. So Mansfield Senior will have it first and 10, Craig, from their own 20-yard line. Yeah, uh, Dismuke had a little trouble fielding that between the height and the way the wind kept blowing it further and further. He let it go. Probably a good call on his part, but... Uh, you kind of get nervous there when you do that because it, you know, it started to check up around the two-yard line, but uh, luckily it had just enough momentum to get in the end zone. So the Tigers set up shop first to ten from the 20-yard line. Uh, really haven't been stopped all night, so uh, let's see if they can tack one more on before the end of the half. 
So first and ten for Duke Reese and the offense under three minutes to play until the intermission. He lines up out of the shotgun back on his right hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty up the middle. And he carves his way across the 20 up to about the 22. So about a two-yard gain on first down, Craig. Yeah, it looked like it was just kind of a stretch play off to the right side. And uh, Rocky River was able to shut it down pretty quick. But, uh, you know, you still got a two-yard gain there. So it's not all bad if you're the Tigers. Tiger fans are going to love this score. In the second quarter, Columbian 27, Ontario 14. 220 and counting, second quarter. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, empty backfield set, receiver in motion from left to right, and they pitch it to him. Believe that is, who is that, Craig? Amar. He has a room to run, Amar, 30, oh, oh. 35 to the 40, 45. Pushed out of bounds on the near sideline, close to midfield, about the 47-yard line. So a nice shovel pass from Duke, and Amar was able to turn the corner on the near side. Yeah, that's kind of the, the pop pass that Urban Meyer made famous at Ohio State where the guy running on the, on the motion, they just kind of toss it right in front of the quarterback, right to the receiver as he's in mid-motion. And uh, great blocking again. The receivers have been tremendous blocking for the Tigers tonight. So first and 10 for the Tiger offense at the 47-yard line. Here's the snap. They fake the shovel pass again. Quarterback Duke Reese will keep it. Powers his way across midfield and slides into Pirate territory down to about the 45-yard line and a nice run on first down. Seven yards, Craig. Yeah, uh, Great play design, great blocking. And, uh, yeah, as you said, slides down 45. Ooh. Deep in uh, or getting into pirate territory there. Of course. My scoreboard just died on me <laughs> trying to get the Toledo Central Catholic score. So here we go, second and short. Here's the snap. And Reese is going to run with, again, running room again to the 40 and 35, and he is tripped up. Inside uh, of the 30-yard line, down to the 28-yard line, a big run by Duke Reese, but a penalty marker is down on the play. I believe it's going to it's going to be holding on uh, either 57 or 74. I think it's 74. So holding on the Tigers. So that's a killer that negates the big run by Duke Reese. Close game for Toledo Central Catholic, 28-20 to 20 over, wow. Desi uh, over Defiance in the second quarter. So the winner of that game will face the winner of this game. We'll keep an eye on that one for you, folks. I honestly thought you were talking when you said, ooh, I thought you were going to give us that uh, very important Danville score. No, I don't have a Danville score. Okay. You should ask the guys in front of us. So empty backfield set. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws far side of the field oh. and dropped. Nate Dismuke just kind of turned his head, Craig. He wasn't able to complete the catch. And had he caught in stride, I think he would have had at least seven or eight yards. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. I think he kind of turned his head looking upfield a little bit and didn't quite corral that pass. It was right there in his hands, and I believe that is uh, Duke Reese's first incompletion of the night. So it's going to be third and 12 from the Mansfield 45-yard line. Tigers have it. Empty backfield set. Two receivers on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Duke throws over the middle. Deep. It's caught by Lala into pirate territory. Inside of the 30, down to about the 28. What a great throw by the quarterback and an even better job by Lala Owens to reel that in. Yeah, he just reached up and plucked it out of the air. And uh, looked like he just running a seam route up there and was able to split the defenders. 
and uh, deep into pirate territory now. And the Lala stepping up in all sorts of ways tonight, man. Ball spotted at the 26-yard line. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Empty backfield. Throws over the middle. It's caught into the end zone for a touchdown. Amar Davis. That's Amar Davis with the touchdown and just broke the touchdown record for the Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers. So congratulations to Amar the Star. He tied wow. it last week, and now he sits atop all alone. <laughs> and now I believe he holds every record for receiving yards in uh, Mansfield Tiger history. Congrats to that young I, man. I'm pretty sure our photographer is screaming right now on the sidelines, jumping up and down for joy. Yeah. As Marcus helping us out tonight, he was able to see his son break the record, so that's amazing. Congratulations to the Davis family and to Amar. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is good. Quinn DeBolt adds on to the lead. It is now 40. It is now 41 to 14. You know, the one thing I wish with these refs, all of them, not just these guys in particular, is I wish they would hurry up and signal that a kick was good instead of sitting there. The ball's all the way out in the parking lot because it's been kicked so hard. And they sit there and they look at each other and it's like, well, was it? Was it? You know, it's like, dude, it's right down the middle. Just raise your arms. Just, just do it. Just make it a lot faster. Quit, quit trying to, quit trying to build up some drama. Just raise your arms. <laughs> tell me how you really feel. Maybe you should go down to the field and uh, <laughs> tell. Well, the I would, I would go feel. to the headquarters of the OHSAA, but I get the feeling they're going to get a lot of complaints from people from Mansfield this week. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Should I not said that? Nah, I don't care. <laughs> Watch next week. If we win next week, they'll be like, no, your passes are denied. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of curious to see if DeBolt will send this on the ground again or if he's going to try and uh, air this one out because last one was right along the ground. A carpet burner, as they say. All-time receiving touchdowns for Amar Davis, breaking the record this evening. Passing Jornell Manns, I believe. So here's the kickoff. Picked up around the 34-yard line. And I believe that was number seven for the Pirates. Quarterback Julian Petty. And uh, Jameer Petty on the coverage. And as soon as Patty got it, Petty, Patty and Petty. Petty was there and just slammed him down to the turf, took him out. So Duke Reese to Amar Davis. And the Tiger offense rolling here. 46 seconds to play until halftime. Stay tuned for our halftime report. We'll have scores around the area, stats. We'll talk a little college football as well. I know Craig's excited for that. Oh, it's a great week this week. A lot of good games. First and 10 for the Pirate offense. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line. Here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure, Patty running for his life. He's going to be sacked out of the backfield, and guess who it is? The man they call Mo Bradley II. What a, what a play by Mo. Loss of 14 on the sack by Maurice Bradley II. And Craig, he made that look way too easy coming off that. Oh, end. yeah, he was, he was like a rocket being fired, man. He shot through there so fast, and he just completely tracked pa uh, Patty down. There's no way he was going to outrun him. Here we go. Second down, throws. It's oh. intercepted. intercepted. Oh, my goodness. That was the pick six dropped. Oh, that was so close. 
That was absolutely so close. Dejon Corbin couldn't quite reel it in, and I think he had his head turned as he was trying to yeah, he saw cover, the, cover one of his receivers and had no idea the ball was coming right at him. No, I think he I think he knew it was there. I think he was too busy looking at that end zone because there's nothing but green grass in front oh of him. Oh, my. He, I mean, my goodness, I could have ran that in if I had caught it. Oh, Lord. There was nobody there. Yeah, John Davis <laughs> over here, don't be crazy now. 11 seconds to play, third and oh. long. And he took a knee. And takes a knee. After that last attempt, and they were just like, yeah. Yeah, so the Pirates will head into the locker room. Mansfield Sr. currently leading at the intermission, 41-14 to here. Rocky River High School, don't go anywhere, folks. The halftime report is coming up. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ati's Mobile Concession Stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ati's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ati's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric 
Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Welcome back to Rocky River High School. It's halftime, and the T.Y. Tigers are in the lead, 41-14 over the Pirates. And let's look at the first half stats brought to you by Ben May and the one and only John Davis. All right, Craig, when you look at the numbers, um, when we look at plays, it's pretty even, 32-30. to And then first downs, we have 15-7, to Mansfield Sr. with the advantage. Running the football tonight, and this is a big stat in my opinion, 10 rushes for 29 yards for the Pirates. The Tigers, 20 rushes, 219 yards on the ground. And I'm trying to remember, John, do you have that stat the last time they ran for over 200 yards in the first half? I've thought, I feel like we were close last year. I think they kind of flirted with that last year, but that's incredible, Craig. I mean, you talked yeah. about it in our f- Facebook pregame show on the sidelines earlier. When the Tigers run for over 100 yards, they're almost practically unbeatable. Yeah, uh, last week the record was 39-4. and four, So uh, I believe that, that, I mean, since they won last week, that would push it to 40 to- and Forty four. and four when the Tigers run for more than one hundred yards in a football game, yeah, and they have three hundred. Yes, and uh, passing the football, I'll tell you what, Duke Reese is having a good football game. Eleven for twelve, one hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. The leading receiver tonight is Mr. Amar Davis, and if you're just joining us, Amar broke the touchdown. Uh, receiving touchdown record tonight, passing Jornell Manns in the first half. He has six catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Nate Dismuke has two catches, 47 yards, and a touchdown. That was a beautiful touchdown Nate had, too, in that first half there where he caught the ball midfield and did a nice job turning the edge and running it into the house. Oh, absolutely. He uh, you know, was heading more towards the middle of the field, kind of bounced it outside. He made you know, kind of a juke move. Got to the outside, he did a stiff arm, and it wasn't devastating, but it was enough to throw the defender off, which let him uh, gave him enough room to get to a path straight to the corner of the end zone for six. It was. It was a beautiful run after the catch, giving him uh, some of that yak. <laughs> the two, <laughs> He always sees to amaze me with your vocabulary. It's yards after catch. That's literally I know, I what it's it. called. I love it. I love it. I don't mean yak like I had something nasty at Thanksgiving, like my uh, aunt's green uh, bean casserole. I mean yak is in yards after the catch. Ha! That's a second Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> I, I'm done. I can't. I can't read the rest of this. Can you go ahead? Oh my goodness. I don't know where you left off. <laughs> well, we left off with passing the football okay. for the quarterback Julian Patty. How's he doing tonight? Uh, he's ten to twenty for one ninety-three, but uh, that's almost exclusively uh, to Ryan Ricchetti, who's got four for one fifty-five for uh, you know basically thirty-nine yards a catch. And those are two plays. Yeah, basically, yeah, because he's got 100, uh, 150 yards on two, two of those plays for those two long touchdown passes. Uh, outside of that, the Tigers have really done a great job defensively, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, the one was a tip ball, which uh, that's just one of those things that you just can't – you can't 100% plan on, you know what I'm saying? Everybody runs the tip drill, this, that, and the other, but, uh, you know – that's something that's just out of the ordinary. The other one was a 50-50 ball. I mean, honestly, the Rocky River Pirates, I, you know, I, I hate to say it for them, but they're two lucky plays away from this being 41-0 at halftime. They are. I would agree with that. You know, two broken plays and two long plays, uh, you're exactly right. And uh, I'll tell you what. It's really leading to the turnover battle is 2-0. to zero. Mansfield Sr. on the first play from scrimmage, Craig. Fumble, recovered by the Tigers. They punched it in. Then later on in the first quarter at the 39-yard line, Amar Davis playing great on both sides of the ball tonight. He gets the pick, and the Tigers are able to punch it in on a touchdown on that play. So the Tigers have 14 points off of turnovers tonight. That's big, too. That's a stat that's not on paper, but I always follow points off of turnovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 huge. And, uh, you know, especially when you don't turn the ball over, any points you get off turnovers are huge. Wow. So Duke Reese passing the 4,000-yard mark in his career. So congrats to the quarterback, the lefty, for – Coach Chucky Bradley, let's look at the total yards here, 216 to 375. So the Tigers just shy of 400 yards in that first half. Time of possession, Craig, pretty even, 12 minutes for the Pirates and 11 minutes for the TY Tigers. And let's go ahead and uh, final thoughts before we head to break, Craig. 41 to 14, and the stats speak for themselves. Yeah. Big plays and running the football helping the Tigers yeah, the, out. The two things that stand out most to me was uh, Duke Reese – and how accurate he's been tonight. There's been a couple games where he's kind of struggled with that, but he has been pinpoint accurate tonight, which is saying something given how strong this wind is. Those flags are still 90 degrees out from the uh, goalposts. I mean, this wind is really blowing tonight, and he has been on fire. And the other thing is, and this is something that I don't know can – I don't – words cannot express how impressed I am with the job Chokey Bradley did to rally these kids after what's happened this week and get their head right and get them focused and get them to play with uh, the proper emotions uh, and the proper, uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's done such a good job after everything that's happened to get these kids to play the way they have. It's it's beyond my words. I'm I'm blabbering I'm blabbering right now cuz well, I can't put it put it into words. I'm so impressed with with what he's done. I sound like a broken record, but we've said it twice now tonight. There's no better motivator in the area if not in the state than Chokey Bradley when it comes to firing up his kids and having them ready yeah. to play a football yeah. game. Yeah, there's a reason why he's won 100 games in only 14 years. I mean, that that's that's kind of amazing and and tonight might be his best coaching job of that entire 14-year career. I cannot stress enough. Like I said, I, I cannot stress enough 
the job he's done tonight to keep these kids focused and and, and it's been a laser focus man they're they're it's they're watching them on offense and on defense it's like watching watching a surgeon it's been amazing tonight it really has been impressive and you know it's it just continues to amaze me and you know appreciate what we're watching with this uh gentleman being the head coach of this program as he continues to strive for greatness and he is the winningest coach in Tiger football history for a reason. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back we'll have scores from around the area and we're going to talk some college football. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Rocky River High School. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It is halftime here as we're about less than 10 minutes away from the start of the second half. Craig, let's talk some scores from around the area. We just did stats. And uh, when you look at the scoreboard tonight, there's not too many games happening. As The farther we go in the playoffs, less teams, teams right. start to, you know, to lose and get eliminated. But when we look at the uh, numbers here, or excuse me, the scores around the area is St. Paul 7-0 to over Malvern in the third quarter. Then you have Danville 16-0 to over Springfield Local. Well, that's huge. Uh, a half... <laughs> A halftime score, 7-7, to Galleon and West Holmes. So that's closer wow. than I thought. Yeah. Galleon is, you know, they had a nice season, but when you go up against a team like West Holmes from the OCC, I thought that the Knights would have a little more of an advantage, but that is the defensive Yeah, that's war. at West Holmes, too. That's down in Millersburg. Yeah. So. I know, <laughs> 70 points for the Knights last week. That's crazy. Ottawa Hills uh, leading Colonel Crawford 15-7 to at the intermission. And then you have the Ontario Warriors still trailing Columbian 27-14 to at the break as Aaron Eckert and the Warriors are trying to make a comeback in that second half. Lucas is trailing Dalton 21-10 to at the break. Northmore 21, Trimble 6. Oak Harbor 27-0 to over Highland at halftime. And Van Wert and Shelby in an absolute shootout in the second quarter, 42-34, to 34, Shelby and Van Wert. And I'm not surprised by that score. I knew Van Wert was going to bring it to the Whippets tonight. That was going to be a tough game for him. Yeah, that, uh, you know, the only way Van Wert was going to win that game is to outscore Shelby because, you know, anybody that pays any attention to high school football in the area knows Shelby can put up points with the best of them. So, yeah, like you said, uh, points galore in that one. That would uh, that'd be a very enter- entertaining game to be at if, if you weren't uh, – Listening to us. And so those are all the scores we have for um, local high school football. And uh, we'll keep you updated. Oh, one more uh, one more second. Yes, we're going to check. Don't worry. We're going to check Columbia, or, uh, Central Catholic. They're playing Defiance. So the winner of tonight's game will face the winner of Defiance and Toledo Central Catholic. And right now the Fighting Irish are clinging to an eight-point lead at the intermission, 28-20. to 20. That is at halftime. All right, let's talk college football. What do you got for me this week, Craig? Yeah, baby. Oh, tomorrow's a huge, huge day. Um, I'm going to just look at the schedule here. And we're going to start off with, uh, you know, the uh, uh, purple and gold of the LSU Tigers on the road at Tuscaloosa versus uh, – 
the devil himself, according to you, Nick Saban, and <laughs> uh, uh, what could be uh, the uh, winner is probably going to win the SEC West and uh, more than likely end up facing Georgia in the championship game down there. But I'm looking forward to that game. Um, probably won't be the game I'm watching at the 7 o'clock slate, though, because I'm looking forward to the Tecmo Bowl amongst college football and some of you old-school gamers will know what I'm talking about there, as USC and Washington clash, that's going to be one of those games, dude, that could end up being 77-70 to because USC's defense is still a hot dumpster fire, man. It is awful, just god-awful. And Washington's defense isn't a whole lot better. And you got two guys who are in the Heisman conversation at quarterback going against two not-so-great defenses. And, uh, yeah, I think that is going to be a very, very entertaining game to watch. Even though I do like running the ball and tough defense, that is going to be a good, good game to watch. You got uh, another one, the uh, very underrated and uh, under-the-radar Missouri Tigers with one loss take on the Georgia Bulldogs. And last year, Georgia had to hang on by their fingernails to win that game. So it's going to be kind of interesting. I expect Georgia to win uh, because it's at Georgia, but you never know, man. And then, of course, uh, a game that I think that uh, you're just not that interested in, but I am because last week I said, watch out for Kansas and Oklahoma. Rock chalk, baby. And you were <laughs> waving your hand at me like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, this week you got uh, – the Kansas State Wildcats, ranked number 25, going against number seven, Texas. But Texas is without their quarterback. They're on their, their backup. Although I will say the backup played pretty well against BYU last weekend. Yeah, but Kansas State and BYU are two totally different animals. I agree, but I also think that under the circumstances, he did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. No, he, he played great last week. There is absolutely no doubt about that whatsoever. I will not take that away from that kid. But it, BYU's defense, it, it, you know, they're a tough physical team. Uh, I thought they might give Texas some problems last week. But um, Texas just has too many athletes, and BYU doesn't have the speed to keep up with them. Kansas State is a different animal. And Chris Kleiman, I say it week after week when we talk college football, is one of the top three underrated coaches. Him, Lance Leopold at Kansas, and Kyle Whittingham out at Utah are, to me, are the three most underrated coaches in college football, and he's building kind of a juggernaut out there at Kansas State, kind of like uh, Coach Snyder did back in the day in the 90s. And uh, it would not surprise me. I, I, I think Texas is going to win, but it would not surprise me one bit if the Wildcats go in there and pull the upset. I, I, I would love to see an upset, and that's another team eliminated from the CFP as well. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that would give Texas two <laughs> losses for sure. And, of course, you got Ohio State and Rutgers. And uh, – Rutgers is a team that I don't think people should sleep on. Mm -mm. Um, you know, they, they're, uh, they've only got two losses, I believe. And, uh, you know, Ohio State comes in there. and Rutgers, they don't have a, a great offense, but their defense is actually pretty good. Um, you know, and Greg Schiano, people didn't particularly like him when he was with Ohio State. But he goes back home to where he had his most success over at Rutgers, and uh, he's building that program back up. They went from being absolutely terrible and a joke in the Big Ten to now they're going to be competitive, and they're arguably 
the uh, fourth best team in the uh, Big Ten East behind uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. So uh, this is something that the Buckeyes are going to have to – they can't fall into a trap here because you got that uh, – not too far down the road, you got the rivalry with that school up north uh, no matter what kind of, you know, uh, videos they're taking of the sidelines and uh, things like that, uh, you know, you still have to be prepared. Right, and I, I told a lot of people this could be a possible, I say possible trap game yeah. for the Buckeyes tomorrow. And Greg Shiano, it's over there, and you know he's going to have his boys fired up and they'll be up for that one. And I think it's going to be, uh, especially in the first half, a good football game because you know the Buckeyes really struggle coming out of the gate this year. Yeah, yeah, they've ha- they have pretty much all year – all year long, um, not really sure why, um, but uh, you know credit to uh, credit to the Buckeyes, credit to Coach Day. They come out, they struggle a little bit, and then uh, they make their adjustments. And then uh, usually in the second half, they end up pulling away. Uh, and obviously, they're ranked number one in the uh, college football playoff rankings for a reason because they have the best uh, resume uh, to date of any team. I mean. People argued Georgia. Well, Georgia really hasn't played anybody. Uh, people argued Michigan. It's like, well, you know, Michigan's best win is UNLV so far. You know, so, yeah. uh, you know, and, um, you know, you can make an argument for Florida State. Uh, me and you talked on the way up here, you know, as much as big a Buc- Buckeye fans as we are, you know, Oregon might actually be the best team in the country, but they have a they have a loss in the in the, in the loss column there. Yeah, but you know what I'm telling you right now. I see them winning out and winning the right now the Pac-12 oh. championship. And I would I almost would say that at this point a lot, it would take a lot for them to keep them out of the CFP. Oh yeah, and uh, I said it on the way up here too. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow between USC and Washington. We, you know, I'm going to watch that game. I'm going to be very entertained by it. I think. But next week when USC has to go to Oregon. Somebody's going to end up calling the police because there's there, there's going to be a beating up there. I it's going to be brutal. I would agree with that, and I'm going to tell you right now. Um, we talked about this on the way up to Ohio State goes to Eugene next year. That is, I'm really thinking about that game, man. That would be something to go up there to that environment to see that field. Go to Nike. It just would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year is going to look a lot different for college football folks because. Uh, there's going to be a lot of different teams and a lot uh, in different leagues, and uh, there's going to be one conference that doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, it's something to look forward to. But, yeah, tomorrow, uh, great games all up and down from noon till, till the end of the day, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Me too. I am too. It's going to be fun. Uh, Buckeyes at noon. That's on what channel is that? Is that Fox or CBS? I believe that's Fox. No, it's CBS. That's right. It is CBS. Is it? Yeah, no. It's CBS. So that will be a good one. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have the start of the third quarter, I promise. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Welcome back to Rocky River High School. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, start of the third quarter here. Tigers uh, 41-14 to over Rocky River. If you're just joining us, thanks for tuning in. For explosive first half, Craig, a lot of scoring. And now the best part is the Tigers deferred to the second half, so they'll have the ball to start this third quarter. I mean, that fumble is huge now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they stopped Rocky River from the get-go and scored right out of the gate. And uh, here they are, you know, it's like getting two kickoffs to start each half. And, uh, you know, if you're the Tigers, you know, you you got to be looking to put the pedal to the metal here. And, uh, you know, you can't let up. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to, you know, put any jinxes out there, but the, the Tigers aren't too far off from the uh, some of the favorite words of, uh, of a winning team, and that's running clock. Well, you're not allowed to – talk too much because these guys to your left are going to come after you because I have jinxed them twice. I'm not saying a word so <laughs> and luckily they didn't hear you so knock on wood but yeah no Mansfield Senior if they just continue to pound the rock run the football I like what they're doing their offensive line is creating opportunities for the running back and the quarterback to just eat away at this Rocky River defense and this is a defense that just completely shut down Clyde last week it was 14 to 7. Yeah yeah, uh, I've been so impressed with the precision this offense has worked with. Uh, Duke Reese, when he's had to throw the ball and been asked to, he's he's been right on the money. I mean, even the one complete he had, uh, you know, it was Duke Reese who who, who dropped the ball, mm -hmm. and um, or not Duke Reese, uh, Nate Dismuk who dropped the ball. So he's been on money all night long, and this gets into what we've seen all year long, where uh, the Tigers, when they get a lead in the second half. They do. They start, pull, you know, uh, running the play clock down, running the ball. You know, they just they just kind of suck the life out of the other team, and you know, like a vice, they just keep squeezing and squeezing. And uh, you know, I think it's going to be really hard for Rocky River to come back in this game, especially given the way this Tiger defense is playing on top of the offense. I would agree. I would agree 100%. And <sighs> I just think too. If it wasn't for those two blown plays, like you said, this could be a shutout. Yeah. And that also amazes me because we talked in the pregame show, this is a team that was averaging 42 points a game in mm -hmm. the regular season. A very explosive offense. They have some great playmakers. Oh, I yeah. really believe this quarterback, he's pretty solid, and I really like the um, uh, Ryan Ricchetti. He's oh really good gosh. as well. He's he, very he, athletic. He might be the one kid I've seen all year who can match speed with anybody from the Tigers. I mean, because – when he's got those balls, nobody, you know, those long plays, nobody's caught him. Nobody's been close to catching him. And, you know, even on the 50-50 ball, he was right there with the defender, and the defender could never close that ground. I mean, that kid is, is uh, to borrow an old-timey type phrase, he's quick as a hiccup. And, uh, uh, yeah, I've been very impressed. And he's, he's shown he's got some moves. Uh, the running back went on the, on the one play um, – De Silva, uh, you know, he had that big burst where he almost scored the touchdown. I mean, it was just a little tiny crack, and he just blew through there. It's just been the Tiger defense has just shut everything down. It's been, I can't say enough, between the offense and defense. Like I said earlier during the uh, halftime show, it's been like watching a surgeon, man. It's been beautiful. If you're just joining us, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. The start of the third quarter is here. And if you're just joining us, Amar Davis breaking the school receiving touchdown record this evening, passing Jornel Manns. So congratulations to Amar. Another accolade to his uh, 
phenomenal career, Craig. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, been a historic season for Elmar uh, Davis, a historic season for Chokey Bradley. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about Chokey Bradley and how he's uh, been able to keep these kids uh, focused and everything and what a coaching job he's done. I want to give a shout-out to John Davis, uh, the guy who's just a bottomless pit of knowledge here. Let us know that uh, during uh, right there at the end of halftime that that's the most, this 41 points, the most uh, the Tigers have scored in the first half since 2015. You were there for that game because it happened to be clear for it. <laughs> Thanks for pouring salt into the wounds. At that point, I was still a Colt, uh, and I remember that game, Toledo Benson just running all over the the Colts down in the valley. I think that might have been one of the last times that Clear Fork played Mansfield Senior. That was right when the Colts, I think, got out of the league. So <laughs> they chose a good time to get out, that's for sure. As we start this third quarter, the kicker for the Rocky River Pirates, number 58, yeah, Tony Liva. Is he is setting up for a possible onside kick, and he does. And a nice job by the Tiger Hands team to fall on it. At their own 49-yard line. So, again, they go for the onside kick, Craig. And, again, Mansell Sr. is able to get the football. And, again, great field position for T.Y. Yeah. Uh, the difference between that one and the first one is everybody saw that coming because he actually lined it up on the on his side to uh, start. And, uh, you know, when you see that, you know it's not going to go deep. So, yeah, like you said, set up the Tigers, their own 49, great field position. And uh, we'll see if this offense can keep humming like it did in the first half. Start of the third quarter. Tigers up 41-14. to They have the football close to midfield. A jump on the defensive line. No call from the official. A little flinch there as Duke Reese looks back at the sideline here. The Rocky River Stadium. Pistol set for the quarterback. Duke Reese has had a good night. Hands it off to the running back. That's Petty. Petty powers his way into Rocky, excuse me, into Mansfield territory, down to about the 48-yard lines, a three-yard run on first down. Yeah, nice, nice little run there. Just, uh, just a dive there off to the left side, get you three yards. Just trying to set the tempo for second half. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they all, they start bleeding clock on the play clock uh, right away here, because uh, no, they're lining up already. So second and seven from the Rocky River 48. Here's a snap, hands it off. That's the running back, Petty. Turns the corner on the near side, has room to run, has the first down, and more. He is tripped up just shy of the 40, down to the 41. Seven-yard run for Tank Petty. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. Yeah, that nice blocking downfield. Petty goes around the, around the edge, kind of turns on the gas there, gets the first down. Tigers offense humming right now. Here's the snap, hands it off on first down to Petty. Petty again oh. bouncing off defenders, powers his way inside of the 35. He's inside of the 30 and just shy of the 25-yard line. Craig, a huge run on first downs. Yeah, a gain of 16. He takes it around the end. He hit the defender, spun off of him, and kept his legs going all the way down to about the 25-yard line of the Pirates, and the Tigers' offense comes out looking like they did in the first half. Amazing. Ball spotted at the 25, Duke out of the pistol. Here's the snap, hands it off to Petty again. Downhill run again, 25 oh. to the 20, dragging the pile, 15, all the way down, close to the 10. Wow, Tank Petty is wearing down this Rocky River defense. 
Tank Petty should change his name to Pickup Truck because he basically had everybody on his back and just carried him down to the almost the five-yard line. So now the Tigers are in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Agent Gary Fagan. Ball at the 12-yard line. First and 10. Zion Brown is the running back in. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Zion to the 10 and gets inside of the 10 down to about the 9. Three-yard run on first down. Again, good good run there by Zion. Some power there. Um, Tigers just willing to just hammer away at this uh, Rocky River def defense. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it earlier this year. If you're a defense, that's, that's so demoralizing to have the ball just ran right down your throat like this. Under 10 minutes to play in the third quarter. Tigers up big here trying to add on to their lead. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back, Brown. Brown to the 10, goes towards the outside, makes a man miss, stutter step, and almost leaped over the defender, and he has tripped up around the two-yard line. So it's not only Tank Petty, Craig. It's this offensive line creating opportunities for any running back at this moment. Yeah. Zion yeah. already has a touchdown in this game. Yeah, you had Lala sealing off the edge there, and then Zion showing power getting down to the one. First and goal from the two. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Zion spins and turns inside of the one, brought down just shy of the goal line. So it's going to be second and goal from the one. Yeah, the Tigers completely happy just to keep the ball on the, on the ground and uh, ground out uh, touchdown here. I mean, it's like watching a meat grinder, man. They're just... They're just chugging away here. So a 27-point lead. If they can score here, we'll have a running clock. Oh, I thought you weren't going to mention it. Under nine minutes to play, third quarter. Pistol set for Duke. Here's the snap. And he's going to run with it. Throws into the end zone. Back of the end zone. Wide open for a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. That is Jermaine Bradley, and I love seeing that young man get involved in this offense. Congratulations to Jermaine. And, John, if I'm not mistaken, that's his first career touchdown. I tell you what, that was a beautiful, beautiful play call because not only did they fake the handoff, they faked the – uh, read option, and it looked like Duke was going to keep the ball and go around and run it in, and he stopped up, took it into the end zone to a wide-open Bradley. Beautiful play call. Great play fake, too, by Duke. I agree 100%. And now here's the PAT by Quinton DeBolt. The kick is up, and it is good. 7.49 to play in the third quarter. T.Y. up 48-14 to over Rocky River. We'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Jayante O'Brien, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. So the Tigers add into their lead. Jermaine Bradley with a one-yard touchdown reception from Duke Reese, and tonight throwing the football, Duke Reese is 12 of 13, Craig, for 157 yards and three touchdowns tonight. He's having a great game. Oh, yeah, absolutely he is. He's been pinpoint accurate tonight. Um, he's made great decisions when it comes to running the ball, when and where. And, uh, yeah, this is, this, is, uh, this is a machine right now. 
Oh. So here's the kickoff picked up by the Pirates. A scramble here across the 40. He is tripped up close, and I think they're going to spot him right at the 45-yard line. Yeah, I'm not sure which uh, Pirate picked up the ball first, but he turned around. Okay, so it was uh, Oren Grieve picked up the ball, and he took a couple steps and turned around and handed it off like a running back over to uh, Ryan Ricchetti, giving, giving your best player the ball and see if he can make something happen. And uh, the Tigers weren't having it. They saw it all the way. He gained uh, about five yards, and then they took him down. And now Craig starts the running clock. Outside of victory formation, two of the best words in football, at least in high school football. Here we go. First and ten, ball at the Rocky River 45-yard line. Pirates have it. Patty back to pass under pressure. He's running for his life. Two Tigers are there, and he is forced to just throw it incomplete. I think they're going to say there was a receiver in the vicinity, Nate Mitchell. Yeah, Nate Mitchell was uh, was running uh, running around trying to trying to make a play, and uh, the ball really wasn't to him. It was more or less to save a sack, but he was in the area, and the Tigers with immediate pressure again. And uh, right now this Rocky River offensive line has zero answer for this Tiger pass rush. So it's going to be second and ten from the 45-yard line. Pirates have the football. Ricchetti. And Ricchetti gets the handoff across the 45, close to midfield, and the officials will grant him the 50-yard line. So it's a five-yard gain, sets up third down, Craig. Yeah, he uh, did the jet sweep from the slot, and uh, Ricchetti actually showed a little power there. He got hit by the Tigers and was able to move forward about a yard, yard or two, made it third and manageable, but that's still something you don't want to be in against this defense. This pass rush has been, just been amazing tonight, and this offensive line, as I said, they have no answers for it. Even when the Tigers rush three, they're getting pressure. 5.33 and counting in this third quarter. 48-14 to 14 is the Mansfield lead here against Rocky River. Pirates have the ball. Third and five at the 50-yard line. DeSalvo the back on his right hip for the quarterback, Julian Patty. One receiver on the far side, three on the near. Here we go. Here's the snap. Patty back to pass. Throws over the middle. Tipped. Incomplete. Great coverage there. And trying to see who that was, Craig. It was that Nate Dismuke. Yes, it was. Nate with the deflection there. Suffocating the wide receiver. And it's fourth down. And the Rocky River drive stalls. Yeah, Ricchetti turned around kind of looking for a flag, but I don't particularly know no. why. The coverage was great. And... Uh you know, uh, I guess when you're in this position, you, you kind of try and get what you can get. And, uh, yeah, Pirates back to punt. So it's fourth and five from midfield. Number 10 to punt off for the Pirates to Nate Dismuke, and Nate's going to let it roll into the end zone for a touchback. First and 10 for the T.Y. Tigers from their own 20-yard line, 30-yard punt. Yeah, Dismuke, I think, did the smart thing there because that was a real low-line driver and uh, was kind of away from him, so he would have really had to have kind of reached down to try and grab that thing. I would like to say real quick that Nate Dismuke has really matured and grown, I, and see if you agree with this, over these last four or five weeks. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Not just not – just I mean, he stepped up big uh, offensively when Amar was down, but he's played some great defense – 
And uh, very smart football yeah. too as well. You have to commend him. He's going to be the guy next year. Yeah. So I think he knew too when I talked to him after the Madison game. He had to step up, yeah. and he has answered the call. First and ten for the Tiger offense. Four minutes to play here in the third quarter. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. He has room to run. 25 to the 30. Could go. Still running. That's Zion Brown, and he has just tripped up a shoestring tackle into pirate territory down to the inside of the 45 to the 44. You thought he was gone there, Craig. I did. I did, and it was it was a shoestring tackle. Once he made that one cut and started head towards mid the middle of the field, I thought he was going to be able to outrun everybody, but, yeah, got – 36-yard run, wow. 36-yarder by Zion Brown as the Tiger offense continues to dominate on the ground, rushing for over 300 yards here so far, not even through the first three quarters. 3.30 and counting, here's the snap. First and 10, Duke, fake, back to pass. He runs with it, turns the corner near side, 45 to the 40, and slides around the 35-yard line. A wise move by Duke, picks up about seven or eight. Holding. Oh, a a late penalty flag Uh, as well. So that's going to move the Tigers back. That's I, unfortunate. I want to Yeah, I want I want to say it's 57. But I'm not 100% sure cuz it came down right, right right at the feet of two players. But that's I think that's really the first time I've seen uh, Rocky River get uh, real pressure to, uh tonight on uh on Duke Reese. So that will negate the run which is unfortunate. It was a good run by Duke, too. That moves the ball back into Rocky River, or excuse me, Mansfield territory, back to the 46-yard line. So it's uh, first, first and 20. Wow. Yes, first and 20. Duke out of the pistol. Back standing behind him. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. As we approach the two-minute mark of the third quarter. Yeah, really, really milking this clock here. Well, when you're up 48 to 14, you have that luxury. Here's the snap, hands it off to the back. Room to run. Here's Zion, turns the corner near side, back into Rocky River territory, powering his way all the way back inside of the 40, Craig, down to about the 39. He got the penalty yardage back and more. Yeah, when uh, when you could sit there and, uh, you know, get at this point, I you know, 7, 8, 9, 10 yards per run, uh, I guess uh, holding penalty doesn't matter a whole lot to you. You know, brings up second and manageable. It's like second and five, I believe. Um, you know, and Zion, again, he gets out there. He gets hit, and he drives forward for two or three more yards, showing some power. Sets up the Tigers, like I said, second and manageable. Second and five is the call from the Rocker River 39-yard line. Duke Reese lines up out of the pistol, 118 and counting, third quarter. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. He runs up the middle. And he powers down to about the 37-yard line, so maybe a gain of two. Yeah, Ryan All in there now. He's getting some uh, some uh, playing time. Third and four will be the call. You know, the sophomore getting some uh, much-needed uh, playoff experience, setting him up for a nice future run for the Tigers. So this could be the last play of the third quarter. 
It is third and four from the Rocky River 38-yard line. Tigers have the football. Here's the snap out of the pistol. Duke's going to keep it. Tries to go to the outside. Checks back inside. Has room oh. to run. 30 and more. 25. Spins. Oh. And a nasty stiff arm. He's going to run all the way down towards the 10-yard line. Craig, that was a sick stiff arm by Duke Reese. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was uh, one of those combo moves where it was like the Y stick and the X button because it was a stiff arm and a spin, and he got all the way down to about the 10-yard line. Great run by Duke Reese. Great run, and that ends the f uh, third quarter, man. Mansfield Sr. having their way with Rocky River tonight in this regional quarterfinal. The winner will advance to the semifinal next Friday night. Can the Tigers hold on? They're up 48-14 to 14 with 12 minutes to play. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Go Tigers indeed. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, start of the fourth quarter, and Craig, John just talked to us during the break. What did he say? Three players with over 100 yards. So not only have I, have I been hyping all year long about how important the century mark is for the Tigers to win a game, they've tripled that tonight. Three different guys. This has been an absolute joy to watch. And uh, just some amazing athletic plays uh, punctuated there by that run by Duke Reese with, with that amazing stiff arm spin combo to get down inside the red zone for the Tigers. Well, if you thought going into the game that this would affect that all the drama and everything as well would affect the Tigers, it has in a good way as they are playing pissed off and they're playing very well. They are in the State Farm Red Zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. Here's the snap, and Duke's going to run with it, and he's inside of the 10, pushed out of bounds on the far sideline around the 7-yard line, so not too much on that run on first down. So we have a new quarterback into the game for the Tigers. We have number 24, Jordan Ferguson, and a new running back as well, Ryan Awe, into the game. So Coach Bradley going with his reserves, at least from the quarterback and running back standpoint. Yeah, this is some great experience for these young players. Uh, get them some, uh, some playoff experience. Like I said before, setting them up for the future, man. So here we go. It is going to be second and goal. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Ryan All. Ryan All powers his way inside of the five, and he dives, and he is going to be brought down, what, Craig, around the two? Yeah, two or three yards. It's hard telling from here because i got a huge glare right on the glass right in front of me, so I can't see the, the yard marker on the far sideline. 10.45 and counting. Mansfield Senior, 48. Rocky River, 14. Here's the snap. Hand off to uh, oh, runs into the end zone for a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. And now that is the fourth Tiger running the football to score tonight. And uh, Ryan All runs into the end zone for a two-yard touchdown run. Mansfield Sr. on 
the board here in the fourth quarter. It's 54-14 to 14 as we wait the PAT by Quinton DeBolt. Yeah, Ferguson, uh, the snap was low, but he was able to bring it in and give it to All, and All just powered his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Great memory for that kid, and uh, yeah, the uh, Tigers put another one on the board. Snap the hole, the kick is up. This one's a little lower, but Quinn DeBolt still gets it through. The kick is good. 9.50 to play in the ball game. Mansfield Senior 55 and Rocky River 14. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Rocky River Stadium, a home game for the T.Y. Tigers tonight after the game was moved up here to the west side of Cleveland. And so far, it's been a good move, Craig. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan All with his first touchdown of, of his career uh, puts puts the Tigers up. I mean, a 50-burger against against this team, I would have never thought this. Not in a million years. Even if this would have been a normal game, even if this would have been Arlen Field, I would have never thought that they would have put a 50-burger up on the Pirates. Never, never, never. 9.48 to play here in the ball game. Mansfield Sr., <laughs> Under 10 minutes away from advancing to the semifinal. Next Friday night, as Quinton DeBolt once again, familiar territory tonight, another touchback. Ball sails into the end zone. Trying to find you a score for Central Catholic here. Bear with me. Yeah, I'm going to kind of curious to see how many of the backups get in there on this Tiger defense being up like this. In the third quarter, Toledo Central Catholic 35, Defiance 20. So you would think that Catholic's going to hold on to win that game. And that's what we kind of anticipated, Craig, if whoever wins this game was going to get the Fighting Irish. Yeah, yeah, we, that's what we that's what we kind of thought. They have been very comparable to Massillon is what we're hearing. Have a lot of size. They can overpower you at times. We'll see we got to close this game out here first. DeSalvo's in motion. Patty hands it off to DeSalvo, and the Tiger defense brings him down for a very short gain across the 20 up to about the 21. So even with the backups in there, the Tiger defense holds uh, the Pirates to a, a gain of two. So even the backups are, are showing that they could play ball here against the starters from the Pirates. And here we go, and the Pirates will move the ball up close to the 30, and I think he might have a first down on that play, and he does. First and 10 for the Pirates. They move the chains. Winford Royals taking it on the chin tonight, 38 to nothing to Bluffton in the fourth quarter. Whew. Colonel Crawford has taken the lead over Ottawa Hills, 23 to 15. That's late in the third. Here's the snap, and Patty pitches it to DeSalvo. Near side, turns the corner, has room to run. 40 to the 50 into Tiger territory. Could score 30 to the 20. 
to the 10, and he does run into the end zone. Or they, yes, they signal touchdown, I thought. Well, the far official said touchdown. The near official spotting it at the three said he stepped out of bounds. So it looks like they're going to give him, what, a 67-yard run? Good well, game, Coach. Right there, De Silva shows how you know his speed uh, was able to cut on the outside and uh, burst up the sidelines, and the uh, Tigers were able to uh, – uh, oh, they gave it to him. Wow. Uh, yeah, the official was over here marking it at the three-yard line. Uh, but, hey, you know, again, DeSalvo showing his uh, speed there. Hmm. But, uh, you know, plays like that show you how uh, Rocky River was scoring, averaging 42 points heading into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Tigers, now you're looking at three plays that uh, have been all of Rocky River's offense for the night. Liva's PAT is good. Makes the score with 6.48 to play in the ballgame. Mansfield Senior 55 and Rocky River 21. Ontario trailing Colombian 41 to 28 in the third quarter. I'm sure there's a lot of upset Tiger fans about that one, Craig. Yeah, well, Colombian's no joke, though. They are a very good football team. And let's see if Shelby 49 34. That's another explosive game. That's in the third quarter, a shootout. Highland losing to Oak Harbor tonight, 41 to 7. The uh, Lucas Cubbies bow out of the tournament, 35 to 10. Dalton over Coach Spitler. Well, that was that was another game that got moved, but for a different reason. I, apparently, I didn't hear. Do you know what that reason was? Uh, apparently, from uh, what I was told, was uh, Dalton's home field was basically a swamp. Oh, okay. Uh, it was so bad there was no grass. Uh, it was literally was just nothing but mud. Well, or they moved the game what to Oroville. Or, Oroville has a beautiful facility and stadium. So yes, been there many times. Former OCC team. As Live is going to kick it off. It's a low grounder, onside kick. That one goes out of bounds, and it didn't go 10 yards. So senior high once again. Phenomenal field position. Yeah, it didn't go 10 yards. It went out of bounds. I mean, anything that could go wrong on a kick basically did there for the Pirates. And as you said, set up the Tigers in great field position again. And, uh, you know, this machine known as the Tiger offense takes the field again, and even with the backups in there, they didn't really have any problems marching down the field and scoring last time. So uh, here we go with the Tiger offense again. On a night where Mansfield Sr.'s offensive line just swarming Rocky River. Yeah, you got uh, three, three players, three players over 100 yards. Uh I know the clock's running here. I would think it would be kind of funny if they ended up with four, but I don't know if Mr. Awe's going to get there or not with four carries for uh, 11 yards. Maybe if he was at, like, his own, what, 10-yard line? Yeah. He took it to the house. But, yeah, no, that uh, what a night. Over 500 yards total, 516 to be exact, 359 yards on the ground for the T.Y. Tigers. So the ball is at the Rocky River 40-yard line, 530 and counting. In the ballgame, Ansel Sr., five minutes away from advancing to the regional semifinal where they were more than likely will probably play Toledo Central Catholic, who is currently leading by two touchdowns. Well, it's a, it's a penalty on the Tigers, but with the running clock, the clock keeps going. So I believe the play clock ran out. So, so the delay of game is going to move them back five yards of the 45. 
I think the ref forgot there was a running pl clock because he signaled for the clock to stop. <laughs> so four, first and 15 for the Tiger offense. They're really milking this clock, aren't they? They're just letting it tick away. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Patterson hands it off to Awe. Awe. Trying to muster his way back to the original line of scrimmage, but not much there, Craig, and I, second and 15. I could be wrong, but, I mean, technically couldn't the Tigers just sit there and take delay of games till the end of the game at this point if they wanted to? Ask the guy to your left. I, I believe he nodded yes. So, I mean, I wouldn't want them to do that, but uh, mm. they could. You know, I got to say – it's not what we expected, but kudos to Rocky River for putting this together and mm -hmm. at least hosting this game. They have been wonderful hosts, wonderful people up here, really enjoyed our time here and appreciate them yeah. putting up with us. Oh, ab absolutely, because, I mean, um, you texted me last night, and it was 20 after 5 or 20 after 6. I can't remember which, and you had just been informed that they were moving so they had less than they had less than 24 hours to prepare for this and then within an hour the ad's calling me telling me we're all set and taken care yeah. of yeah so that's just wonderful great hospitality tonight uh, that last play there it was a one yard run by the tigers scoreboard saying one yard but we'll go with john otherwise john's gonna have a meltdown if i don't agree with him Hey, he waited till the fourth quarter to pick on me tonight. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Aw. Aw, nowhere to run. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe he didn't get that play. You know, if I have one tiny critique of the Tigers tonight, and this is so <laughs> minor, it's kind of ridiculous. It's been that the snaps have not been all that great tonight. You know what, though? The, what's the one thing that they've cleaned up tonight that they've struggled all season long with? Oh, it's been penalties. Four penalties, 30 yards. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very impressed with, uh, like I said, the way Coach Bradley has got this team to focus. Uh, you know, the, the lack of penalties, the way they've executed it. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been something to behold tonight. 2.15 and counting. Fourth and 14, Mansell Sr. will punt the football back to Rocky River here. This is their first punt of the night, isn't it? No. No. Okay. Oh, they had one one earlier. And would they take a delay a game or we got a timeout? Delay a game, game on the Tigers. Give a little leverage for DeBolt to punt this one. Under two minutes now. Yeah, especially with the wind at his back. I mean, they know what kind of cannon he has for a leg, so go ahead and take that delay a game, get those five yards. Give them a little bit more room to work. Yeah, we jinxed them, Nick. We said they cleaned up the penalties. They get <laughs> uh, ticky tack. You know, it's, it's garbage time. I don't count it. Well, especially now because two of them have been during this running clock. So, I mean, two yes, of this, those two the, of them on this drive. Yeah, I mean, technically they count, three, but to yeah. me, they don't. They don't. You know, yeah, they had three basically. Here's the punt from Debolt. Just gets it off. Made me nervous. They brought the pressure there. Caught at the 16, 20, 25, far yard, far sideline. Excuse me. Up to the 30, up to the 31 yard line. Brought down first and ten. Rocky River. 
Toledo Central Catholic just scored another touchdown, so it's 41-20 over Defiance. Giving a little leeway. That's in the fourth quarter now. Well, you, we, we were talking. I can't remember if you said it on the air or not, but Defiance, they, they, they're they a scrappy bunch. And, uh, you know, they gave Toledo, or they're giving Toledo everything they can handle. Here's the snap. Patty, pump fakes, back to pass. Throws deep downfield, incomplete, right through the hands of the receiver. Did you see how effortlessly he just, he just kind of flipped his wrist there? Like he didn't even use his uh, th use his arm on that. It was just a wrist and throw. And not only that, but I thought it was an impressive pump fake too. Yeah. It really fooled the defender there coming towards him. Yeah, this, this kid's got talent, that's for he sure. Does. But like you said, the Tigers are on a mission tonight. Yeah, Absolute absolutely. mission. Under 30 seconds to play in this ball game. Final snaps here at Rocky River Stadium. Quarterback throws it over the middle. It's caught across the 40 to about the 42. And that is complete. First and 10, Rocky River. There's Darson on the stop getting some playing time there. The the sophomore yep. make, making a big stop there for, for the Tigers. And they don't have to snap it. We'll see if Rocky River gets one more playoff. I don't think they will. Three seconds, two seconds. They One, did. they just got it off. Here's a screen to the outside. Final play of the game and some room to run into the Tiger territory. 45 tripped up around the 40-yard line. No, he's still up. Finally brought down inside of the 40. That's going to be the final play of tonight's game. Tigers are celebrating as they run onto the field. Final score of tonight's game, the Mansfield Senior High. T.Y. Tigers battling adversity this week. Come up here, play a home playoff game on the road. Win 55-21. We'll go ahead, take a break. When we come back, we'll have final stats. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. 
So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, go Tigers. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, this is the BP Electric postgame show. Thanks for joining us this evening. We we know that uh, this week has been awful for everyone in the Mansfield community, and we're just glad that we could bring you a little joy tonight and bring you a little excitement, Craig, into their homes tonight. I know they couldn't be with us tonight. We missed everyone. But uh, Mansfield Senior, boy, they played uh, like a team on a mission. Yeah, they sure did. Uh you know, I kept saying since halftime, the the job Coach Bradley did to get these kids so focused, uh, you know, and I said before the game during our live stream that they needed to play a complete game, and boy, did they ever. This was impressive from the word go. They they dominated in every phase of the game, getting that uh, fumble recovery on the first play of the game, scoring just a couple plays later. I mean, it was a tidal wave of momentum that Rocky River just could not recover from. Well, let's look at the final stats, courtesy of Ben May and Mr. John Davis. All right, looking at the tail of the tape, Craig plays 50 to 40 in favor of Mansfield Sr. First downs, 21 to 11, Mansfield. Rushing the football tonight. Are you sitting down, ready for this one? 14 carries for 100 yards. That's not the one I was talking about. This is what I was talking about. That was Rocky River, Mansfield Sr., 37 carries, 360 yards on the ground this evening. Running the football, fantastic. Throwing the football, Duke Reese was really um, accurate and did a nice job as well. 12 of 13, 157 yards, three touchdowns. Passer rating 156 for Duke tonight. Throwing the football, Julian Patty, he, his night was miserable, Craig. He had the senior high edge rushers in his face all night long, but he did have those two long uh, touchdown passes that kind of saved his stats tonight. 13 of 26, 230 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, he had the two uh, long ones to Ricchetti, one for 80, one for 70, and there at the end he had another long one to Ricchetti. I can't remember exactly how long it was, but it was another big one. Um, I mean, honestly – that was the entire offense for Rocky River tonight was just throwing the ball to Ricchetti. Other than that, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Uh, the running back had a really long run there. Uh, DeSalvo um, had a really long run there in the fourth quarter when the Tigers' second stringers were in there. But, uh, I mean, you could see why that this team uh, could average 42, uh, 42 points a game heading into the playoffs because they definitely have talent all over the place. But this Tigers, like the Tiger team, like you said, they were on a mission tonight. And, uh, man, it was so impressive to watch. And, uh, you know, Rocky River has nothing to hang their heads about. Uh, you know, only one team at the end of the season is going to end on a happy note. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if that's the Tigers or not. There's a long way to go. But for Rocky River, you know, 10-2 and two is a great season. And for them to come into this situation – being thrown for loop after loop because they were just like us. They had no, you know, they were planning to go down, come down to Mansfield. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be at your home stadium. 
and that was just as of last night. And then it was like, oh, today it was like, oh, you're not going to have any fans. You know, all these decisions uh, made by the powers that be uh, down at the OHSAA offices threw everybody for a loop. And, uh, you know, kudos <laughs> to them to come out and, and play their hardest. It just they, they ran into a, a buzzsaw tonight with these Tigers. I think, too, it's important to note that these two schools did – uh, tried their hardest to keep this game as normal as possible. And like you said, when the OHSAA threw in their concerns, I think that really threw everything through a wrench. So not to blame them entirely, but, right. um, you know, it's just one of those things where it was a situation where in the end it worked out and uh, the Tigers capitalized tonight and they played very well and they executed very well for the most part. Nice job on the penalty side. That was one issue that they really have struggled all season long. Five penalties for 35 yards. And uh, Mansfield Sr., over 500 yards total offense tonight, uh, 330 for the Rocky River. So we had, a, what, o over 800 yards of total offense Eight, tonight. 847 total. Wow. But, you know, again, for Rocky River, that was basically three plays was the most of their offense. I'm not trying to downplay what they did because those were explosive plays made by uh, kids who clearly have ridiculous talent. Like I said, uh, Ricchetti, he's been the only person I think I've seen all year that could match the speed of the Tigers. I mean, they just couldn't catch him when he when he got out when he you know when he had his hands on the ball. So uh, you know, it was a uh, put you on a minute. Was a huge uh, feat for the for the Tiger defense to keep those guys in check. And then you look at what the, this uh, defense was, or this offense was able to do. Never in my wildest dreams, as I said, would I have thought that they would have put up a 50-burger here. Exactly. Impressive tonight to watch. And Amar Davis is here, and he's actually up in the booth here, and he's going to join us for a second uh, for a quick interview. And I appreciate uh, him stopping by as well. And uh, he had a fantastic night. We didn't even get a chance to uh, talk about Amar's big game tonight, uh, breaking the all-time touchdown receptions record, passing Jornel Mans and Amar's here joining us. And Amar, congratulations, man. Another record broken, and most importantly, you guys got the win. Thank you. To God be the glory, man. God blessed me to do a lot of things. He blessed me to perform, gave me the talents and the gifts. I just want to truly thank him, my family, my friends, the team, my dad for all the hard work he put in with me. Just everybody. Uh, you, you and I talked about, Amar, the fact that you passed Angelo Gross in several categories this season. Now you pass another Tiger legend, Jornell Mans. What did Jornell mean to you growing up watching him play? Uh, Jornell was electric as a kid watching him. See, uh, as a kid, <coughs> we look up to everybody that's older and be like, I want to be like him when we get older. But not nobody looks at him as, I want to be better than him. So I took the chance to be better than Angelo on the offensive side. Now, I'm not up there on the defensive side just yet, but I'm trying to. Well, tonight uh, on the 39-yard line in the first quarter, a fantastic interception. Walk us through that play that you had tonight. Um, we watched film the whole week. We learned that quarterback likes to get out the pocket and make plays on field. So that's pretty much what I did. But I, instead of him making the play, I made the big play. How about your quarterback tonight? Duke Reese really stepped up tonight, and he answered the call tonight. Uh, he had an electric game, only missing one pass which wasn't his fault, but we're working on that. I'm proud of him. 
How about your offensive line, too, man? I mean, you're looking, you're staring at the stats. 360 yards tonight on the ground. Your offensive line was absolutely phenomenal. The dog pound them the churches. I know. I'm going to talk to him. You guys can't leave until I talk to the O-line tonight. That was an impressive game. You had a fantastic play, too. You scored that touchdown as well. You got another record tonight. But real quick, I want to finish with this. Adversity. You guys have been through so much this week. My heart goes out to you guys. I love how Coach Bradley, we talked about it throughout the whole broadcast, no matter the circumstance and the situation, in the end, Coach Bradley, we all know, is like a father figure to his players. He got you guys prepared. What in the world did he say to get you guys so fired up tonight to come out with so much passion and charisma? Well, he say every week is bigger than you, and this week it was most definitely bigger than us. It was for the city, for sure. And for you as a senior, what did that mean for you? Did you have like an inner moment where, okay, I'm a senior. These young guys are hurting right now. They're going to lean on me and look for leadership. Well, not even just me, just the whole the other brothers. We got a brother that lost uh, it was his friend. We, we lost him. We loved on him all week, showed them love, and we trusted him and came out and performed too on the whole line. Well, you know, I just have to say, Amar, what a game, and congratulations. And next week you guys are heading back to the regional semifinal. This was a game last year that you guys were this close to having that one. I know that's got to be in the back of your mind. You're looking for some revenge next Friday. Yes, sir. we got to come back. Well, we got to come out and execute like we did this week. Awesome. Well, Amar, thanks again. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you, man. Four years of covering your career. It's been fantastic, and I can't wait for more fireworks next Friday night. Thank you. All right, thank you to Amar Davis for joining us in the booth here. And I think that just about wraps things up. So uh, we're going to leave you with some quick scores. And uh, I, as we end tonight's broadcast, real quick, here's some scores. The most important score of the night, Craig, is? Oh, Danville. Danville 32-6. to Over Springfield Local. And tell the O-line that I'll be down in a minute. I want to talk to them, okay, Omar? Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Omar Davis for joining us. West Holmes in the fourth quarter trailing the Galleon 19-14. to 14. Wow. That's a close one. Uh, Shelby 70 <laughs> to 34 over Van Wert. That's in the fourth quarter. Wow, somebody that opened up a can in the second half. And Tiger fans will not only be celebrating their win tonight, they'll probably be celebrating Tiffin Columbian's win over Ontario, <laughs> 55 to 35. That's in the fourth quarter, but that should be over momentarily. Colonel Crawford had taken the lead over Ottawa Hills, and now they're trailing again, 28-21 to the Green Bears. And the last score we have for you, once again, Lucas losing to Dalton, 35-10. to Well, once again, I want to thank Mark and Frank, everyone here at Rocky River. Yes. They have been absolutely phenomenal, arguably the best host we've ever had for a football staff. And what a job they've done here in less than 24 hours putting this game together. And uh, f- thank you to Rocky River, everyone here. What, uh, what a night. And um, Tigers are going home with the win, Craig. Final thoughts. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I have any. I'm almost speechless, as I said. I, uh, you know, the what job Coach Bradley did, the way they came out and executed, you know, I never in a million years would have thought they would have thrown up a 50-burger. Never in a million years would I thought they would come out and, 
and, and be so precise, even if this would have been at Arlen Field. I, I'm truly, truly impressed with what I saw tonight. Well, we saw a little bit of everything tonight, Craig. And once again, thanks to Rocky River for having us. Thank you to John Davis and Ben May, as always, for their help with stats. And thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We hope to see you all back next week in a, in a location to be determined in the regional semifinal. We'll keep you updated on our social media platforms where that game will be played. But as always, we'll be on the air at 6 30 p.m. with the BP Electric pregame show. Final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Senior scoring 55 points. First time since 2019 that they have scored 50-plus, and it was a, a fantastic game to watch. 55-21 over Rocky River. So good night from Rocky River. Thanks for joining us this evening on GoTigers.com.